Hey folks, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Loss of Lieutenant. Uh, I'm your host, Kevin, and on tonight's show, I'm joined by fellow host... Jacob. Hey, Jacob. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, pretty good. You've been doing all right? Just staying safe, keeping warm. Yeah. Australia does get cold eventually. It does. It actually has Although been. I'm sure, I'm sure there are people that are listening to this that uh, are already murmuring, we don't know real cold. And you know what? You're right. We don't. I don't know. I don't know, mate. I've been living here for six years and I still reckon this place is it's cold as, a, cold as an icebox when it gets to winter because there's no insulation. So you just have to crank on yeah, the heaters yeah, to full blast and I that's true. rug up. Whereas, you know back home in brick buildings and central heating and double glazed windows you're like ah oh, this is fine just turn on the heating for a few hours and you're toasty warm for the rest of the day um so i'll take you <laughs> it's not um it always shocks me every time we get around to getting up to winter here especially in melbourne people in queensland probably don't really understand but um oh, yeah. i mean even in canberra people just lose their minds when it comes to winter because actually snows um at, at like quote unquote ground level there sometimes yeah yeah i guess being quite close to the snowy mountains um over in canberra um mm. or being a de- desert whatever it is anyway welcome welcome back to um to the show and um on tonight's episode we're going to be discussing uh more code one so last episode well not last episode because last episode was nick talking to um mr mr bateman or as um, you said when we were before we started recording mr bacon <laughs> Um, which yeah, I thought Kevin was Bacon. <laughs> which I thought was quite cute. Um, so Kevin Bacon's long lost brother, <laughs> Australian brother. Maybe he can. I don't know. I'll have to ask Gabby if he can dance as well. Um, but yeah, the episode before that, uh, we were discussing uh, Code One and the changes to the the rules and how they sort of were different to in what ways they're different to N three and um, what we thought of them. So in this episode, we're going to be going into the details on the four armies that came out with Code 1, so Pano, Yujing, uh, Combined Army, and O12. But uh, but first, we have some announcements to make, and the uh, first one is a very exciting announcement, and that is that Burn City Brawl 2020 is happening. It's back. It's back. It's, it's um, registrations reopened for that today. Myself and the other uh, organisers got together the other night and sort of hashed out what we wanted to do and given the lightning restrictions that are happening in Victoria or in Australia more broadly uh, we figured that it would be it's a sort of a safe time I guess to reopen reopen registrations Um, so at the moment we're only opening them up to 20 players uh, which is in line again with um, Victoria's current restrictions we obviously will be adjusting that player cap as the restrictions are lifted, which we hope will happen sooner rather than later, if all you know all things going well, um, it's going to be um, just as a recap. It's going to be on the nineteenth of September. It's a sixty-five dollar two-day event. Um, hopefully, running N four. Uh, given that we're expecting it to be N four to drop uh, end of July, this being the nineteenth of September, we should have a good month or so to get our heads around the rules. It should be an exciting time. Um, I know we've had a uh, quite a lot of interest from interstate, um, as of course different states in Australia start opening their borders again. But you know we'll have to, you know, follow the the government guidelines and maintain social distancing because uh, you know even by September we're still very likely to be you know practicing practicing that in the sort of new normal. 
which may have an effect on our player cap, but I think we're just excited to be able to announce this event and start looking forward to playing some, you know, five round tournament, you know, which is really only four months away. So yeah, lots, lots of planning still ahead and lots of things that could change, but yeah, an exciting announcement all the same. What do you reckon, Julian? Interesting. Uh, Jacob, but sorry. Were you you going to be you gonna be coming? I, I know you wished he was here, but you got me, Kev. <laughs> sorry. I'm just so used um, to seeing. Sorry, Jacob. Yeah. It'll be interesting because N3 is uh, not going to drop with sectorials, is it? Um, I, th- I believe it is. Yes, so all, all sectorials oh, no, are okay. going to be. My bad. Well, all, all sectorials except for the ones that have sort of been um, flagged as being uh, not not available. So the French, Acon, NCA, and I think QK. I think were sort of the four that were flagged. I know somebody somebody's spoken about military orders, but I think that's, I think that's horseshit. But I I, I don't I'm not too sure. Um, I think CB have too many Joan of Arcs to yeah. do anything to get rid of. <laughs> very, um, very true. Um, uh, yeah, I? I mean, like, you know, hell, like, uh, we'll sort of play it by ear, but we're going to be obviously hoping that we can get uh, N4 out there and play in the first two-day tournament in Australia, maybe even the world, given the state of the rest of the world. We've been quite... Uh, <laughs> We've been quite blessed in Australia that we've only... We've had, you know, relatively few cases... And you know the pubs opened yesterday, so that's that's a good sign, right? Have you have you booked yourself a yeah, table? I'm 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 personally waiting for the bloody gyms to open. I think the gym the, the, the gyms opened yesterday as well. No, no, twenty no? first. Ah, twenty first, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. It might be a speed out. Is it like outdoor, outdoor stuff? Outdoor gyms. Outdoor, outdoor gyms. gyms. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm in PT stuff like that. I think I need um, to get back to the gym, gym myself. Um. <laughs> so just recent, so just recently, we also got a look at, and I think this has been really, um, uh, really uh, hotly anticipated: the new uh, drones for Pano and Eugene. Yeah, they just dropped sort of pictures of them, sort of just dropped today, didn't they? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm and... looking at the post uh, that was made by uh, Mr. Bacon. And it was only 20 hours ago that they were put up. I reckon they're good. I mean, like especially when you compare like the old Yujing ones to um, the new ones with like mm. the weird. They're just the weird geometries they had. Yeah. Um, I never yep. got. I never got them because I I, I was pretty sure they were going to be um, hell in a handbasket to put together. Um, I never really thought that the um, old Pano ones were uh, were all that. Um, odd looking mm. um although i can imagine that because they each have like the spikes coming out of the back i can imagine those were a pain in the ass to um yeah that's a good together. point uh just just looking at them now so i'm looking at the my at my casts uh post um on it and they've got rid of those like yeah there's still antennas that stick at the back but they now look like they're obviously part of the main body main chassis of the remote so that won't be quite as fiddly, and they've maintained the sort of general aesthetic of of the panel remotes, or at least how I would sort of envisage the, or how I remember the bulleteer looking, that kind of red dot of doom and those sort of four, um, kind of sort of chunky-ish looking legs. Um, yeah, they look they look really hot. I really like the panel ones. Um, I especially like how they've sort of done that HMG, where it's just kind of in a similar way how they did the hack remotes, how the TR bot was literally just like they just sort of slapped an HM, a, a hack HMG onto the side. They've done the mm. same 
with this one. Um, and it looks really good, um, actually. I think I really, really like, like, like the look of them. Um, the one thing I've always found with remotes, though, that are a bit, not odd, but there is, there's like four very small contact points on each of those legs, like to gluing it to the base. Yeah. Like, you need some... Yeah, even the... Some, Even the ALF ones, they're pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, you need some super heavy duty looking glue on that one. The Yujing remote's not so much because it looks like they've got little wheels or something that maybe contact the ground as well. Um, it's hard to say because it's sort of uh, no, the way they've done the no, base. No, they're, they're like little joints. They're, I think they're all just on little points. Yeah, yeah, actually, you're right, yeah. Um, I've never figured out how to sort of get them to stick to the base. I use like... um. A lot of those, uh, especially for my hack ones, I use the uh, the molded bases from Dropware Workshop and use the sand, the sort of desert ones. And what's good about them is because they're not completely smooth, it's like on sand, you can kind of almost like stick one of those little pointy legs into the sort of divots of the sand and it gives it a bit more of a hold because I don't know how, how I would pin that one personally because it just seems so small. I mean, I've got a whole bunch of... Um, uh, I- this is an odd like sort of tangent, but I've got a I got a whole bunch of um, uh, Ad, Ariadna um, almost almost the old way. Oh, you, um, you mean, what you mean the old Adriana. way or the the way the way that Jacob the old says? Old way I, I used to say <laughs> Adriana or whatever I used to call it. Um, yeah. Ariadna dogs, um, and all their tails are like ball and socket, which is awful uh, for metal, which is kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if you cut like just a little bit to make it a flatter surface or if you've already got sort of a flatter surface you could pin those pretty easily yeah yeah not fair it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not too bad but yeah i can see why people uh, I, I saw a couple of comments about it how people were concerned that how they would have the same issue the mm. same issue where you're gonna have to put a bit of work to actually um get them to stick on the base and by the looks of it the pano ones are worse off than the using uh, ones. ones the using ones look like they've got a bit more that you could drill into and um pin the panel ones really look like they're on their tippy toes yeah i really like i really dig the panel ones the yujing ones are are nice enough looking i've been mean, a much uh much improvement over the originals and then we have the um combined so th- so basically um sorry just to kind of re um cover that is cb have re have um released these remotes but they've, re- they've released them as code one uh, code one drone bot remote packs or remote packs for code one mm. um so they come in the the new black and white sort of um box um and they've they've done that for all four of the major factions um uh, except that combined army got left out and they didn't get any new models uh, they have to stick with the good old dr worm which is not a bad thing because it's still um still a solid um model um but he also got a, a repack um or he he they they just got a repack as opposed to a resculpt. Yeah. Um, and I, I took a look, and the um, I think the the idea behind the pan I wants is to make them look like tiny uh, tiny bulleteers. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, that's what I said because when I, when I look at them, that's what I'm reminded of. I'm reminded of uh, yeah. bullete- bulleteers when I see them. Um, except I guess bulleteers are on the 55 mil base, I think, aren't they? Yeah, like yes. I said, they're like little tiny ones. Oh like yeah, tiny ones. 40 yeah. mil. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, no, you're right. You're right, 55. Um, then we've also got the support packs for um, um, for O12 came out with the uh, the Doctor Engineer with their little cute little bots. So these job bots are pretty adorable, don't you think? Uh, which ones? 
So, I really like the O12 ones. Yeah, so I'm saying the O12 ones specifically. Look. Oh, you said you said Yardbots, doi. Well, I, th- I think it's what um, they are. I think it's what they're called, though. They're actually called. Yeah, they yard- are Yardbots. They are. They are. Yard- they are Yardbots, which is interesting because uh, as an Aleph player, I look at them and go, "Well, those aren't Yardbots. Where, where's my tiny boob bunny thing?" Yeah. So maybe maybe uh, um, Aleph are going to be getting Yardbots that look like these guys as well, um, given that they're same the same sort of name. Um, yeah, I think there's really cute. Maybe, I mean. In uh, what's it called? Um, Defiance. Trisha comes with a special Yardbot, which is like a um, like a cat. Oh yeah, you're right. Good point. I didn't, didn't think about that. The the models they themselves. Might, they might get a whole bunch of. Sorry. Uh, yeah, the the models themselves, the engineer and the doctor. Um, I don't really particularly like that they have to like label the engineer as an engineer on his cap, like they did that with the alpha. You're like, okay, cool. Is is that is that painted is that painted on? Or I, do you reckon that's in I the think model? I feel like that's I don't know. I feel like that's either way it's it's on the it's on that. So I'm gonna say that it's 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 sculpted on like that. I think um I think uh how what's her face? Um oh man, why am I blanking now? The the nom- the nomad chick that comes with um the robot. Oh yeah, Zoe and Pywell, yeah. She has that yeah, on her. Zoe. She she has on her chest, um, they paint on her something um, on her chest, but when you get the model, it's not there. Yeah, okay, So that enough. end could just be painted on. Could be, um, could be. No, uh, taking a look at the uh, Yardbots, um, uh, yeah, I really dig them. I don't know I don't know if they really fit into like an Aleph aesthetic. Uh, they've got a bit more of the heavier o12 look to them really okay i think that the the one on the right with the sort of bunny ears going down looks like a kind of almost like a mini not a mini not i wouldn't say a mini marut but like it's got a kind of design with that kind of fin on the back kind of like the marut has have, so. have you have you have you seen have you seen what the the aleph yardbots look like they are mini maroots yeah yeah well that's what i'm saying it's so it's still got that kind of that kind of aesthetic yeah. going on there and then the other one looks like she's wearing like when I first looked at that, it was you know when you go into a, those old, those hairdressers with the yeah, blow dryer say, things. Yeah, it, like it looks like a looks like a beehive. Yeah, that's it. It looks like exactly like a be, sort of sort of beehive thing that you'd uh, get actually, a hairdresser. They've actually got a bit of a. Um, they almost look like um, puppeteers. Hell, I mean, I guess that's more 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 sort of uh, conversion possibly uh, opportunities for um, nomad players, and that would be actually kind of kind of kind of sweet you know to sort of use alf yod bots as uh uh puppet bots um that'd be pretty cool um i actually wanted to talk about the doctor as well because i'm not entirely sure what the hell she's wearing on her head it kind of reminds me of like i don't know some sort of tiara going on there um i can guess it's some sort of set of goggles um or something i'm not a massive fan of that design but i think i like the pose (laughs) Make up your own head cannon for it. Yeah, so I like um, that. Um, I mean, the 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 Eugene, I'm assuming Doctor. Uh, um, yeah, the female one the female there one also has the... also has a whole bunch of like a helmet on her head. So I suppose maybe that's a thing for doctors now, as they all have sort of like a medical mm. visor that gives them vital readouts or something. Who knows? Make yeah. up your own head cannon, guys. Yeah, that's that's I, that's possible. Yeah, and I guess the the. And the... also, I really love the Eugene support pack. I, n- I normally don't get excited for support pack models, um, but I really do like those two models. Yeah, no, I agree. I like. I really like the um, look of the engineer. I'm a little bit. I wouldn't say annoyed, but the the hack the hack Islam engineer is also holding like an iPad, and then he's holding like 
binoculars in an iPad or something. I'm trying to find the picture, but I'm like, why are why are all yeah, the, the engineers the, fucking the playing engineer, like? The engineer. Why are the engineers? The engineer's got some binoculars. Yeah. Yeah. Is he is he just holding binoculars or is he holding like a a, a a tablet as well? Honestly, honestly, he looks like he's just seen an avatar coming in. <laughs> like he, he looks like he's he's lowering them because he, and he's really concerned. I'm not quite sure why an engineer would be holding binoculars anyway. It's not like he's like oh he's like oh my remote out there has gone down. I I must go and fix him. Um. All right, little Yudbot, away you go. Or Yowzow, away you go. Um. So that was uh, oh sorry yeah so that was sort of the models that came out. Um. There was also an RSDR release, the Tau skin that's been getting a lot of uh, excitement online as well because he looks like a badass Bond villain. Um. So I think he's going to be a really popular HVT, and I'll be picking him up when he comes out. Um, but I accept I'm just not going to do the paint job justice because I can't draw, I can't paint white for shit. So I'll have to figure out um, another another idea for him. Um, and they also mentioned uh, a new graphic novel. So it's, uh, it's oh, going to be a, yes, it's going to be a sequel to uh, what was the original one called? I forget now. Um, Outrage. Outrage. Yes. So I think this one's called Retaliation. Yeah. So that'll be cool. I never actually read the initial one. Uh, I have always meant to, but I never got around to doing it. Um, it's not bad. It's not bad. I, I actually, I actually really enjoyed it. Oh, sorry. It's called Betrayal. Little, Betrayal. So little, that's um, not coming. That's coming out in. July um, and um, what I thought was quite funny is they've also released the Nomads action pack but then also stipulated that no this is not a Code 1 release this is just like an action pack for Nomad don't get excited Nomads aren't coming out for Code 1 yet I can just you know people are obviously were going to be asking that straight up and yeah so that's basically what's what's sort of been released for July and then we've got like August stuff which we haven't seen pictures for yet but um, it sounds like it's going to be uh, the Lane Kai and the Kunai Ninja uh, alternate sculpts and the O12 Copper Bots, which I'm really excited to see as well, because currently we don't have any uh, remote boxes for um, O12. All right. Anyway, yeah. so that is there anything else you want to talk about regarding releases? No, I don't, I don't think there's anything else. Cool. All right. Well, I've seen. I mean, hell, you've. You, I didn't even know about the novel, so you're on top of it for sure. There you go. Well, like, so anyway, back to the topic of, of for tonight is discussing Code One armies. Um, we had a game recently as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was Twenty Five Points Thing. Domination. What was it we played? So that's yep. the Quadrant yep. Control one. Um, how did you think um, our game went from a sort of you know because you that was your first game of Code One, right? Yeah, I mean, it was my first game ever. It's part of the reason why I I picked O12. I just thought I haven't I haven't played them. I haven't really even looked at them. First game in ages. First game of Code One. So I just gave them uh, gave them um, a whirl. What did you take in our game? Um, well, as in like from Code One or about O12. Or both, I suppose. Not from 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 our from our game. So specifically, um, what you took in that list for twenty five points. Oh, what did I take? Yeah. Um, I took uh, two razor units. One was the uh, hacker, and one was the um, specialist operative. Uh, I took a crusher. I took a crusher special operative. I took a uh, psychops uh, hacker. Um, because in domination you get a uh, whip. Uh, whip bonus for being a hacker. 
Yep. Um, I took uh, took two um, two cappers. Uh, one was um, one was a hacker. One was just um, a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took a Lynx multi sniper unit. I took uh, an Omega HMG. I took a Theta Trooper specialist operative. Um, and I think that was yeah, that was it. Yeah. Okay. And how did you feel building that list? Oh, sorry. The other one I took was I took Cho as my lieutenant. Okay. Yeah. So how did you how did you go sort of building that list? How did you feel sort of um, you know, did I, um. I look. I start like having not really looked at um, O12 uh, before before um, I built that list, uh, which I built. I think as soon as I joined the game, I was like, "Oh, I better build a list before." Yeah, I, start. I remember. Yeah, it was pretty. Um, <clears throat> it it very like it really quickly becomes obvious that O12 have some really strong options. Um, Code one, like in playing Code one, I haven't obviously haven't looked at them in N three, and obviously also not N four. Um, but they've got a lot of mimetism spread out. Like crushers have mimetism, the psyops, the psychops have mimetism. Um, your gangbusters have got mimetism. Your razor units have, I mean, they have TO camo, the Code one TO camo, but they've got mimetism. Your beta troopers have mimetism. Your mega omega troopers have mimetism, um, and your links um, units all have mimetism. You know, varying from uh, neg six to neg three. So, what? Why you don't have as much, I suppose, camo access to camo as maybe like Shazvasti or even um, Yujing have? Um, you got a lot of visual modifiers in the game that you'd be. It'd be um, it'd be a detriment just to to not take them. Yeah, um, I, I definitely yeah. noticed that um, playing against you and playing against Russ and uh, a lot of them as well are BS twelve or BS thirteen in in the case of yeah. the psychops and shots. the um, psychops and the uh, crusher. Um, yeah. yeah, so um, and they're all, they're all pretty well armed. Like you're looking at multi rifles, marksmanship rifles. Um, I mean, you don't even have all those many SMGs, if I'm honest. Um, no, and SMGs have sort of taken a back seat, I feel, in Code 1. Yeah. Um, I look at a, a, a SMG profile and a lot of things, and I'm like, mm, I'd rather pay like half a point more and get the combi or the multi-rifle, who also also tends to be maybe a specialist. Um, so mm. I've, I've quite liked, uh, quite liked that. Um, my list because I just obviously I said it was camel spam, but for this list well, against you it wasn't quite as much. So it was a Noctover missile launcher, the Caliban Spitfire with MSV one, the shrouded hacker, um, Q drone, M drone, Doctor Worm with the slave drone, the Tencho with boarding shotgun, uh, Nurkaius who was my lieutenant hacker. And then I took two Malignos boarding shotguns who aren't, um, who weren't specialists, uh, which was probably not the right play. I probably Pro- probably made, made... the thing that hurt you the most. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's just that they special they're four points for the hacker, um, and I just didn't they really don't have just the spec ops. No, no. So that's something that I was going to talk about when we get down to the armies. But yeah, we just don't have spec ops options, which is something that I noticed O twelve have mm-hmm. quite a lot of. Um, 
you know, yeah. if they're happy and a to lot expensive. Of them are, a lot of them are like part of the like the above profile. It's not a specific profile. Yeah, right? yeah. So it doesn't matter what weapon you take, they're a specialist operative. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think you went first. Yes. Yeah, I lost the roll. I lost the roll off, and you you deployed second. So I decided I'd take first turn. Yeah, and um, you did pretty well in the first turn. I think you um, you used that razor uh, effectively yes. to dig out my shrouded and my my malignos. Your razor went down, but you managed to take out both my malignos and my shrouded. Um, I did a decent trade, um, mainly because you were able to put the shrouded and malignos in. What I knew was a good position, so I thought if you were going to... Because I had the beta trooper, I knew I could get up to you eventually because the beta trooper also has a nanopulsor with uh, well, with an extra burst. Yeah, and it's got climbing plus, um, so it's able to get where it needs to yeah. go at 6-2 move, which is really good. Yeah, so, um, so I was just I just locked you in that roof because I knew what you were doing. You were just going to use them to... You could, you could hold... You could hold any of the quadrants from up there because build, the building you were on intersected Yes, that's the, right. Uh, yeah, map. and I knew it was a bit risky putting um, two models up there, but um, I figured, well, if I put one up there, then I could lose him, and then your guy's still alive. Whereas two's up there, I'm more likely to, you know, only maybe lose one and you know, and and kill you in the process. Which you know, I did take you down, but you took me down as well. Um, and then you there was a funny little interaction. Those... Sorry. No, go on. Oh. No, I was just going to say there was a funny little interaction with your epsilon, who you held as your reserve model. I think it was links. Yes. That was the links. The links, yeah, sorry, the links. links. Yeah, to to take on my um, Q drone, uh, but it was also in line of fire my Noctifer and my Noctifer. Did you Noctifer your um, reserve? Uh, I think it, no, it was. Uh, I can't remember if it was or not. It might have been actually. Yeah, I think it was. Because if it wasn't, then I just completely fucked up. And no, just... I think it was my <laughs> it was my reserve because yeah. I put it down is purposely I think to look at your um, cam marker. Links, yeah. Um, and that was kind of funny uh, in, in, in a characteristic show of accuracy my Noctifer crit um, your links yeah. and uh, took him out um, but then you took up my Q drone in response and then I think it was in my turn I tried to doctor or engineer the Q drone back up mm. and failed and obviously because there's no command tokens in code 1 that Q drone just went straight to dead which was uh, unfortunate but you know what are you, you going to do um, I, did, I did get a, a quite a bit of um, good luck during our game, especially when our um, the crusher and the um, oh god, yeah, yeah. So the uh, what's it called, the Caliban. The Caliban, off. yeah. So I've been playing. I've run the Caliban about three games so far, and every game it's done work, which is not something I ever did in N three because it's such an expensive profile. And it invariably just not a great just, ballistic skill. It, it's but well, it's BS twelve. You know, it's it's above average or it's average anyway. Mm. Um, and it's just yeah, it in N three it just gets killed um for its its points. Whereas in Code One it's a bit more affordable and it's a really solid attack piece in the midfield. But not in this not in this case. I think it what's it revealed out of uh camo surprise shot against your crusher. I think I needed. No, I ha I have I I happen to roll exactly what you rolled was, but you only rolled like one four. Yeah, so I think I came out of camo and needed because I was MSV one and your crusher's got mimetism, so I was like ignored that. Mm. 
and it was like four dice on 12s versus your one dice on like i think you dodged on a nine i think you managed to dodge successfully on like a five no i think i sh- i think i shot oh you might have shot oh no bit. that's right no, no 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 you're right i did dodge you dodged did dodge. and you rolled like a three um, you... and then i rolled like a five yeah. and that was the only thing i hit with and then you tanked your armor save no, th- we, no, no, no that, that was a um nothing happened in that one we both rolled a five and nothing happened Oh, I think that was later. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway, second order, tried to do the same thing. I missed with three out of the most four of my shots. The one thing that did hit was like a three, and you rolled like a five to shoot me, because this time you are like, I'll shoot you because I've got a multi-rifle, which is double action, and I'll be needing nines to hit. So you're like, fuck it, I'll just, I'll just shoot you, and you rolled like a five, and I rolled a three, and then I failed both my armor saves on the double action, and down went the Caliban. So that was fun. Um... But it also highlights again that like multi rifles are not really a commonplace weapon in N3 currently, and now they're coming out on relatively you know cheap troops or uh, um, they're coming out on medium infantry and light infantry, which is not something you've really seen before in N3, and I think that's really dangerous, especially in the in the reactive turn. And the, the game kind of those, those DA shots do work. Yeah, and the game kind of went back and forth. I think you definitely had the upper hand because um, I sort of lost a couple of my major attack pieces. Well, not my major attack pieces, but I lost a couple of my pieces that were able to push. And you kind of had me locked down with the Omega HMG on a rooftop. I made a I made a hero run with my with Nurkaius, who jumped off a roof, like super jumped off a roof, um, which was only like three inches high, by the way, guys. So you know, don't get it, you know, super jump still works, um, <laughs> even though people think think it doesn't. Um, and did something unique to uh, Code One at the moment. Yes, um, dodged I, in the active turn. I I dodged because shooting you would not would not have been a good idea. Um, and even well, in N three, I would have probably still dodged, but in Code One, the dodge was a really good thing to do because. Like, like you said, I, I dodged in the active turn and because Nurkaius has got a plus two to his dodge, uh, inches, I mean, he was able to like move six and then dodge successfully and move another four. Um, well, he's also got the hyperdynamics as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes, yes. So he's dodging on 15s um, against your Omega. Oh. So, and after I dodged... Just, which is funny because you dodging actually moves you further than if you moved. Exactly, yes, yes. So I was able to move six four as opposed to six two. And that was like put me out of line of fire of you. I was then able to sort of sneak up the the side of the building, um, and then hack in, me. and then hack you, so you were mobilized. And then, in like glorious display of like valor, the uh, Nurkaius charged in close combat with your Omega, and then promptly rolled two ones to hit uh, with a CC weapon because he's burst plus one mm. burst in the active. And um, oh no, wait, no, actually you did you did manage to fail your uh, your armor save though, so you did go down. Which was yeah, I did, I did, I did die because you because that was four armor saves. So yes, say, that's right. You yes, double, double action close combat weapon. Damage fifth, damage fifteen, damage fifteen. Yeah, 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 double double action. So it did put you. It only put you unconscious, um, which was a bit of a bummer, um, because uh, I think in your turn you were able to maneuver your beta trooper to climb up the side of a building and shoot my Nurkaius. Now, had your Omega been dead, I would have been able to, you know, dodge oh, that's right, yeah. Dodge into, like, basically out of line of fire, but because there was a prone dude next to me, like, I would have had to have stood up and then dodged, which then would have actually put me in a worse position, because then I would have been looking at 
not just the beta trooper but the beta trooper and the crusher and some other dude and it's like ah oh, that's that's a terrible idea so i just had to kind of like keep just dodging in place until you got close enough for me to hack you um and it didn't work and he died but um that was um that was pretty much sort of game after that i i oh i um uh that malignos that you put down in turn one was only unconscious and uh code one changed folks i think we discussed this last week but um uh, malignos and shrouded and a couple of the models in the game have regeneration which used to be a bit shit in in three well not shit but it cost you an order to do and people didn't really do it because they didn't want to waste that order for something you know just to die um but in code one you now get to do that at the sort of states phase which is sort of i think it's at the end of someone's turn or the before the beginning of someone else's turn i think it's i think it's the end of the order count before the order count of the new player turn um anyone who you know is unconscious and has regeneration can roll a fizz uh, fizz test and if they pass they get up with uh, one wound uh, the problem with that, in a way, is when you get up, you actually stand up. You don't just, you know, in the old rules where you just um, remain prone, uh, you have to stand up. Um, and I, and I, my malignos was on the roof, um, about six inches away from the beta trooper, but on on a, who was on another roof. And if I could just get rid of the beta trooper, then I had a chance to potentially draw the game. So I said, "Ah, oh, stuff it. I'll just roll with the malignos." He passed his regen, he stood up, but of course when he stood up, he was also in line of fire of like the Crusher and I think a Kappa, who was like way at the back somewhere. The Kappa couldn't hit. Yeah, the, the Kappa, 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 Kappa couldn't, couldn't hit. Kappa couldn't hit, too but, far away. but it, it had three three arrows and I had like four orders to try and take down the Beta Trooper at the same time, like avoiding shots from like these three angles. Um, mm. And it, it didn't pay off. I think I took one wound off the Beta Trooper, I think it was. Yeah, and um, the second second to last order you took a wound off. Him. Yeah, and then I I sort of just uh, I think you I think I shot you again and you decided oh, I'll just dodge, and you successfully dodged and dodged prone and then that was basically the game because I couldn't see the beta trooper after that, um, and yeah that was that was cool because um, there was uh, quite a lot of things that happened in that game that sort of showcased Code One I think um, it, show, it sort of shows yeah. some of the things that you can't do in Code One like cautious move intuitive attack i know that at the start you were like oh i wish i could intuitive intuitive attack with my razor on your camo markers with with my mind but i can't so it meant you just had to like discover shoot discover shoot um which really only took an extra like order really um because you're so- honestly probably the probably the better better option anyway because it's the same so it's the same sort of thing it forces you to make the decision because I I think I I made a, I made it so that it was a really good decision uh, choice for you because I I walked into a view of my razor and the view of both the malignos and what ended up being a shrouded mm-hmm. um, to and you had the to, to, bait, to, to bait you out to um reveal and yeah. like put mines or shoot me and stuff like that. And and I that was a good move actually because I thought that you would have just moved out to just to see one of them, but because your razor and I obviously didn't know this until you revealed had a boarding shotgun, you you know if I did reveal, you were just able to put like a template on each of them if you wanted to, yep. which would have been you know real bad for I me. Did. Exactly what you did, yeah, which was real bad for me. I mean, I was able to put a template on you, and I think the shredded place to mine. <clears throat> which I think then that's what killed you or something. But um Yeah, so I, I, I yeah. managed to 
drop it, drop your malignos first, but only with one of the templates. The shrouded survived the armor save from the boarding shotgun and put down a mine. That was it, then, yes. So my my next turn was just to put two templates into the uh, shrouded. That was right. Yeah, yeah. And then you failed your armor save against the mine, and yeah. that put you down. But it put my shrouded straight to dead. So, yeah, like having those boarding shotguns. Um, you know, it's like it's because they're burst two in the active turn, or like light shotguns the same. You know, uh, but having that burst two, just uh, the ability to split your burst, or just to really ensure something dies or something that's one one wound, um, bites the dust is really strong. You know, compared to something like a chain rifle that you might have done that with before. Yeah, um, and. Yeah, like, like I said before, I would have been like a naysayer about Code 1. Why would someone who plays N3 or the real Infinity, I suppose, play mm. um, Code 1? But after having played with you, there's there's even advantages just for just to have that sort of relaxed uh, sort of game. You know when you're going in, you know that your opponent's going to have 10 models. You know that you're only going to have to deal with 10 models. Um there's certainly not that sort of um, pressure you feel when you go into a game of um, N3 where you know that somebody could come out with anything. Yeah, And you've got I, I absolutely agree. no idea what you're going to face. Um, being able to just say, okay, I know that at the very least I'm going to deal with 10 models, a slightly smaller list. Like when someone says, I'm going to play combined, you know that that's going to be kind of squishy but it's going to have a lot of camouflage like proper camouflage you know you, if you, someone says they're, they're going to play um using uh, you know that they're probably going to have a decent amount of um heavy infantry o12 you know that they're going to have uh vis mods but not necessarily camo um whereas in n3 if someone says they're going to play combined you go i've i don't know what you're going to play are you going to focus on the Shazvasti side of it you're going to focus on uh, rims or or uh, you know or mm. you know the you're going to center it around the sphinx yeah no i think you're 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 dead right um i found the the change to be like i was sort of getting a bit burnt out with n3 like i really was really enjoying it but i think now that i have this option i think it sort of started with with coronavirus actually I wanted to get into tabletop simulator, but I didn't want to like overload my brain with, or like annoy my opponent by taking like you know twenty order hack list. I was like, oh, so I was like, I'm just gonna play limited insertion, Rama for a few games, and I really enjoyed that experience. Um, for me, like learning tabletop simulator and also like playing with his ten models, I was like, this is good, except for the fact that then the person I was playing was not playing on that same playing field necessarily they are maybe running you know 17 orders of of whatever and i had to constantly think oh wait is this list actually going to be any good against this army because they might take this and oh blah blah blah. Mm. um so i think playing a few games of code one i'm like yeah okay so you've got eight models on the table right okay cool so like before the reserve i'm like okay cool so you've got an ad troop like that's the only thing and there's usually only one ad troop in most of the armies so you're like okay you've got that I'll make sure to like turn everything else around and there's like it's not so much that there's no there's no gotcha moments like well sorry there's not gotcha moments in infinity anyway but you know there's there's less sort of parsing 
the rules and like oh what oh, is this going to be and i've tried it i've really tried it in in combined army i'm like oh i'll take the noctifer lieutenant in code one and i'm like i don't really need to do this like it's not that big a deal like, i don't have to like you know go into big brain mode some people like doing that and that's that's fine but i think i've it's just a sort of enjoyed you know they're there but they're, at the same time there's still room to explore like in it um it just at the moment i'm feeling very like um this is fun so why why kind of like trying to make it not fun by building janky lists in a game that's not really designed for jank i'll wait for n4 to come out and it's also i just yeah just just thought of this now it's actually the perfect version of infinity for the current climate for playing on tts because of the way cover works so in infinity right if you're playing um tabletop simulator um, if you don't have a VR headset, it's really difficult to sort of get down to the model. Yeah. Um, the model's eye view. Now you just you can just look at two models and go, eh, a millimeter of that model is covered by cover. It's in cover. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, we still have some sort of like line of fire sort of just you know arguments, but as for whether or not something's in cover, arguments. You, yeah, well, they're not arguments, but they're like, oh, is that can I see? And that comes down to mostly like just being able to get down to the model's eye view in TTS. But you're right, like now you're like, oh, he's in cover or he's definitely not in cover, which is fine. Um, you mentioned just before um, about um, the archetypes of the different armies. So that's uh, what we're going to actually get get stuck into tonight um, for the next hour. and Just, just kind of go into the four major factions and kind of pry apart what makes them different. Because I, some people might think, or I, I certainly thought looking at them at first, that there wasn't a massive difference between at least the three major, or at least the three human factions compared to the combined army. You know, like, well, sorry, there was the only differences existed between the three human factions and combined army. Within the three human factions, they all, you know, they all were pretty similar. And I think it's only when you start playing games with them and building lists with them that I think you realize that you're, you start to understand and appreciate the major differences between them. Um, so we're, we're going to get into that um, about now. All right, we're back. So um, let's talk more Code 1. Um, last episode, we sort of talked about the uh, the rules and how they sort of varied from N3 and what our thoughts were on that. Uh, now we're going to get into the four uh, armies that were released to Code 1. So Pano, Yujing, Combined Army and O12. Um, we will we will start with Pano. Um, I have played a few games against Pano in in Code One. Uh, I haven't played as them yet, but um, sort of, I guess my um, initial or thoughts on them, um, looking through the army and having played against them a couple times, is they play a lot like Pano does in N three, in that they mm. shoot stuff good, and there's. Even though Code One hasn't got that many surprises, there really isn't very many surprises in in Pano here either. Uh, not too many, not not a hell of a lot of tricks, just a lot of really good BS troopers with some access to some very elite um, heavy heavy infantry. Yeah, you're not you're not you're not getting a huge like you're not getting a huge amount of um, surprises. You've you got your Nestlé, which are great you know, shots with and with their you know, mm-hmm. the MSV two and the mimetism. Orcs, I mean, they're still plain Jane, but they're still good shots. Quill Guard, even better shots. MSV3. Does MSV3 work the same way it does in 
It does, three? yeah. You automatically discover yeah. the MSV three, yeah. And immune to surprise attack. Uh, I think so. Good yes. Shooting. Yes. I mean, they, Swiss they... guard, good shots. Crockman, mm-hmm. good shots. Uh, you know, and you got a couple of uh, visual modifiers here. You got the Locus and the Nokin. Yeah. So, like, um, they have, have... Um, they have uh, sort of probably the the most readily available access to um, heavy heavy machine gun platforms out of all four of the factions. Um, you know, you have the Aquila Guard, the the um, Swiss Guard. The uh, uh and the orc, um, all of which are BS fourteen or BS fifteen models that are armor four and two wounds, or at least armor four and two wounds. Uh, sorry, about I went through some of the uh filters on Code One, which have actually been quite handy to sort of have a look at, sort of like what each faction has access to. Um, so I sort of broke it down, and and Pano have access to, uh, five heavy infantry. But only, uh, um, but only three camel troopers. So that's and actually one of those is the kunai, um, the other one's the crocman, and the third one is um, Swiss guard. The Swiss guard, yes, right. So and they're all TO options. So you you don't have any regular camel options, um, and as you can imagine, they're all quite expensive. The Swiss guard obviously is probably one of the most expensive models in the game at six points, uh, which is. You know, obviously you're getting a lot of a lot of bang for your buck, but it's still six points. Um, you know, a fifth of your army at uh, or sorry, sixth of fifth. I can't do math. Fifth of your army at uh, thirty points. Um, they only have two infiltrators, but they do have three four deployment troops. Um, uh, ten units with mimetism, nine hackers, and four martial artists. Which, compared to sort of some of the other factions, is sort of shows that they're not. Um, they have a lot more models that sort of start in their in their deployment zone. Um, they have a decent amount of mimetism, um, just to sort of help them out. Um, but where they really seem to excel is those sort of uh, uh, chunky dudes that have good BS. Um, like you said, the yeah. Swiss Guard, the Aquila Guard, the Boig Soldier, um, all of which are like armor four plus and you know shoot stuff. Um, did you have any thoughts on them? yourself uh no i think you've i mean if you're if you're a player if you're a player who's played um hano in n3 or you know from whenever you play it you're, you're not gonna find them performing much differently here no um, exactly and, and they're the, yeah. the same sort of thing there's that you know they're really good shots um they struggle a little bit in the whip game and they struggle even more in the um, Malay game because even even the guys they do have that are Malay specialists are okay at best. Yeah, there's four of them. Who is what's it? Gunner is one. The mm-hmm. um, the Kunai Solutions Ninja is another. The uh, the Knight of Justice and the fourth one escapes me. Oh, uh, Lei and Kai. So only two of them are actually panel troopers. The other two are yeah. Eugene models, um, uh, which actually leads me on to like one of the sort of units that I think is a really standout profile in this whole in this in this one is the Knight of Justice, um, which I guess people are calling the new Father Knight. Uh, it's an amazing profile for mm-hmm. you know that BS that sweet you know high BS Spitfire armor five, but what really stands her out from some of the other options in the in panel for heavy infantry platforms is that BTS nine 
because you're really going to be getting mm-hmm. you're you're going to be less afraid of getting close with her as opposed to the Swiss or the Aquila or even the Orc because she's got martial arts um and obviously a Spitfire which is better you know from 8 to 6 you know 8 to 24 um so she's not going to be as bothered by like a hacker coming around you know a hacker coming after her or someone with a nanopulsor and if they do she's like sweet a martial arts I've got double action cc weapon fucking come at me I've played I think I played one game with with her and um yeah she she did work I think she went down to my Q drone in the end uh, but that was just that was mostly just dice like you know she's she has a lot of things go down a lot of things yeah. go down to Q drone yeah exactly um, um and the other thing is she's got that heavy pistol which means um inside 24 she has no bad range band that's that's a good point yeah and uh, also I was looking before, before as well she's um the night of justice is AVA2 <laughs> you know in code 1 which if you really wanted to like cuz there, there's a spitfire profile and I think there's also the hacker profile so if you wanted yeah. to like double down on that PTS nine, you could, but you didn't want to lose access to that Spitfire, you could just take two of them, and that would be pretty sweet. The Boig is also AVA two in Code One, um, and I know some people think the Boig's a bit shit. I mean, it's 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 pretty good in in Code One, um, so you could take two of those if you wanted to. And uh, the Orc is AVA three, which for a BS fourteen HMG, I'm pretty happy you know to be able to take three of those uh you might not be you might not be able to in, in less than 30 points but i think you know like it, that's kind of what i was thinking about before when we were talking about like the ability to build different lists like there are list options at i kind of like to disregard 30 points because i think it's just there's just unfettered possibility at 30 points and you don't really feel like you have to make choices but at 25 i think yeah. you could get away with running a couple of orcs with HMGs, you know, if you as a sort of discount, you know, a sort of slightly cheaper um, platforms, but you know, they're still BS fourteen and Armor four. Like they're they're gonna, you know, they're gonna kill whatever they shoot at for the most part. You know, it's not like when you play N three and you take the Swiss or the Aquila Guard because you want it to go break a link team because it can. You know, because it's you know it's high burst, good BS has you know has some sort of modifier and can like you know break apart a link whereas you don't need something you don't actually need something that hard i find in code one like you can because nothing's in a link team not many things are over or you know have more than one wound like something like that like the orc Just yeah be, i know that, that's that's a, that's another advantage um that i should mention in code one knowing that you're not going to deal with link teams means you don't have to worry about cracking them yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, knowing that everything coming back at you except for the TR bot is um, burst one. You're like, okay, cool. Like you know, I, it does make active turn pieces really, really good. Uh, I guess. Right, then you, 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 they're slightly neutered by only having ten orders. That's right. Yes. Most. Yes. You're you're gonna you're generally gonna have less orders with them. You're also gonna have less like less protection against something that wants to kill it. You know, in N three, you might have a, a like Sheskin, for instance, right? And then you 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 know cover her with tigers, and then no one gets near her. Whereas in in Code One, like you've really got to kind of almost treat these units like a tag, where you got you got you got to push them up, and you got to remember, remember to pull them back because um, they 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 will die because they can't go into suppressive fire. They'll just die in your reactive turn if you left them out. Um. So yeah, basically they they kind of like to shoot first and ask questions later which is typical of panel um so we'll move on to yu jing 
Yu Jing, I played a couple of games. I've actually played a bit, probably the most amount of games against Yu Jing. And at first, I was adamant that Yu Jing were OP in Code One. They in Code One, they just seem to have all the strengths and none of the weaknesses that the other three factions seem to have. And after playing a few games with them, I can I can see there are there are weaknesses, but they're not as obvious as say something like Pano, which is like oh we shoot good, but we don't do combat good, and we don't push buttons good. Um, you get something like 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 that Yu Jing. Um, that as a sort of similar breakdown to Pano have access to the most heavy infantry in Code One. The they actually the most camo in Code One. Uh, so they have six camo troopers. Um, similar sort of amounts of infiltration and in forward deployment. Um, uh, Twelve units with mimetism, nine hackers, and six martial artists. So they have basically everything is they have. Everything that they have is they have more off than Pano does, um, yeah. or at least the same amount or more. At the price of not being quite as good at the shooting game, they're awful. Don't get me wrong. Yes. Like you yes. know, they, they just don't, they just they they cap out at fourteen, not fifteen. Yeah, and like they're they're you know like the Guilang is a good example of being he's only BS eleven. Whereas, you know, your Croc Man and you're knocking in that are BS-12 or I think even BS-13 for the Locust. I can't remember at the top of my head. But yeah, they seem to have a lot of really solid options. And because they have access to seven heavy infantry choices, there are, there's there's actually, they're not all the same. You know, they're not like, oh, there's just seven heavy infantry and they're all, you know, they're all as good as the next. You've got, they've got access to two point heavy infantry. So the Jujack, the basic Jujack. Yeah, the basic Jujack is two fucking points, and he's um, armor three, uh, BS thirteen, combi rifle, heavy flamethrower. Yeah, heavy flame, heavy flamethrower yeah. flame for two points. Like, yeah, and the addition of that—that's that's incredible. ridiculous. I mean, and okay, they're only AVA two, re- but you know, yeah. But I mean, if you like, even like ignoring the other heavy inventory that you probably want to run around a little bit more like the um like the hack towel um or the uh or the dow fei yeah but like jack spitfire again just like the um uh what was the one i mentioned that had the heavy pistol the the, the, the uh, justice justice. the jujack has spitfire profile right three points one and a half swc yeah, has got the Spitfire. As soon as you get into twenty-four inches, uh, you're in good range with everything. And if someone gets too close to you, you've just got. I, I probably I would say the most powerful uh, template in the game. In, in like right, yeah. So it has a Spitfire and a heavy flamethrower. Um, it's a BS thirteen platform that moves six two, and it's three points. Three points. And one and a half SWC, so it's it's cheaper than. I mean, obviously, we don't want to compare across factions, right? Because it's not something that you should be doing. But mm. you don't get that. You don't get that kind of caliber of heavy infantry in the other factions for three points. Yeah. And like even like the, um, you can get a zero SWC lieutenant for two points, who has like you know two wounds, armor three, and a combat rifle, heavy 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 flamethrower. In missions where you want to just hide that guy, you can. And he's got a heavy flamethrower. So someone comes comes up to him and tries to assassinate him. You're like, fuck you. I've got, I'm armor six in cover and I'm two wounds here. Eat a heavy flamethrower. Like, 
that's yeah, it's really he's they're really good. Um, I wasn't too enamored with Jujax when they came out for White Banner. I was like, yeah, they're like they're they're okay, they're good. They just weren't. I don't know. They sort of felt like they weren't quite fitting in in my idea. They, anyway. they, they they feel unfortunately a role in uh, normal uh, Infinity of kind of being a filler unit. Mm. Like they're there to fill in um. The, to to be the cheap unit in a um Shang-Chi yeah um so so yeah so, uh, fire team so they have so they have that right who i think is the cheapest one but then you know you've obviously got the 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 Zuyongs, right and they're also they're a bit more expensive uh, there is still a two point option who's a you know who's a uh, has a boarding shotgun um but again you know it's another BS13 uh, model that's armor 3 and two wounds you know that that just doesn't exist in in many other other factions. Um, you know, but you can also upgrade that similarly to the Jujack with an HMG. You know, you can get you know you can get the uh, the the HMG with 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 the regeneration for three and a half points. Like that's something that like you you know like uh, that's sort of on par with like an orc. And again, they're and for some odd reason, like I didn't actually realize this before until I just scrolled through Code One. But Zuyongs are AVA five in Code One. <laughs> So if you wanted to, you can just grab five of those, five of those bad boys. Half and, of your um, army men out of them. Yeah, just and just one yeah. of and the HMG one has regeneration. That's right, yeah, it has regeneration, which we discussed before, is actually a really useful, um, a really useful skill. Um, I mean, it's like you're coming back up. You're sixty sixty percent chance of coming back up with one wound um, after going down. So I think that's yeah, it's a useful skill. Is the is the Yan how unique in this game in that it's the only thing with um, hyper magnetic uh, hyper rapid magnetic cannons and multi HMGs? You know what? That's a really good point. I think I think it is the only one, at least in Code One. Um, it is um, having the HMRC, yeah, yeah, Code yeah. One, yeah, HRMC um, and the multi HMG. Um, that's a really good point, actually, because you got the you know. The HRMC is burst five, which is the only burst five weapon in the in the game as far as Code One goes, and then the multi HMG, which of course has the ability to be double action in, in the reactive turn, which makes it a really deadly weapon all on its own. And again, again, it's like an armor five two wound BS fourteen model, um, for you know for a maximum of four and a half points, which it's just pretty cheap for what you get. That's it's, it's you know it's a it's a really well costed unit and because you've got seven of these options right so you, like like i said we've got the jujak the yan uh, the yanho the zhu yong and this uh this the shang ji uh, yeah so i was just going to go through the sort of the basic ones like the shang oh, the shang the shang ji which kind of overlaps with the zhu yong a bit but it's a little bit more expensive in some ways um and then as it's you said better, it's just a better one it's just, it's just better yeah so like if you don't want if you don't have the points for the shang ji you can just go oh I'll just take the zhu yong um and then as you said you've got the Dao Fei, which is like the only infiltrating heavy infantry in code one uh which makes it deadly all on its own right because it's again it's two wounds high armor good bs it's got a spitfire um mm. and then you've got the Hacktau, which is sort of like the um swiss guard swiss guard equivalent but in some ways is is better because it has a hacker profile whereas the swiss guard does not um, oh, it's a Swiss Guard has a hacker profile. Yeah, and it's 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 um it's six points. So again, it's a it's a big chunk of your points, but it can do can do a lot of work. Um, again, a lot of these heavy infantry, like not all of them, 
Um, I think the Yan Ho and the Zhu Yong are only 4-4 move, whereas the Shang Ji and the Zhu Jack are 6-2. Uh, so is the Dao Fei and, and the Hak Tao are all 6-2, which make them super mobile, like much like the um, the Pano heavy, heavy infantry are, are like that as well. And then you've got the Hak Tao, and then I think lastly it was the Xian Warrior. So you're, again, your MSV2 option for heavy infantry. Again, you can have mm-hmm. an HMG who is BS14, who also has the advantage of being a martial artist, so he's, you know, a bit harder to take take down. Has a nanopulsar as standard, so again, very good at defending itself as well as being offensive. Yeah, it's just like you're, you're spoiled for choice. Like if you wanted to go heavy on the heavy infantry or just... You know, heavy heavy infantry for any situation. You could do that with with um with uh, Yujing. It's I think you've got just a little bit more flexibility than Hano does. It's pretty it's ri- those, ridiculous. Yeah, pre- you just got those tricks um, uh, that maybe Pano lacks a little bit in Code One, um, where I don't think I don't think. Um, Yujing have to balance do I want my attacking pieces and my specialist pieces as much as maybe Pano does. Um, for instance, like the Dao Fei, if you want to have, a, if you want to have, I mean, if you want to make your get your hack your a hacker a decent firefighting piece and your lieutenant all in one model, you can. Oh yeah, that's yeah, great point. Right. Yeah, because it's a lieutenant can... hacking profile with a multi rifle. It can it can shoot well. It's able to get up and get objectives. It gets that one extra order, mm-hmm. um, and that's just something that that that's that advantage for um, Eugene. It's just the like okay, so they can't they can't shoot quite as well. Yeah. Oh well, right. We get the press buttons a little bit better, um, and we've got all these tricks up us up our sleeves that you have to deal with yeah no that's a that's a good point because um something i was going to say is or sort of something that they, they kind of lack is is that they're only they're they're really they're only um as we would call you know your infiltrating specialist uh is the guilang and you know he has only ava2 and he's essentially just like most of the other infiltrating specialists he's camo infiltrator you know with common rifle mines and and has a hacking profile um there isn't really any other option you know whereas pano does have the knock-in and the locust but as you said what what Jing does then also have is the dao fei so they have that ability to be like okay well here's a camel marker is it a guilang or is it a dao fei and mm. you don't know like you'd be like oh you know there's three camel markers out here two of them are guilangs one of them's a dao fei i'll let you figure out which one that is and i think that's that's like that's a nice little trick, which panel. I suppose don't get to do. should I mention um, potentially? I, I I don't know if it's the most expensive uh, one because um, I don't think I don't think there's a lot of other drop troops in the game. Um, I suppose there's the um, what's it called? The, are you talking about? Are you going to talk about the tiger the, soldiers? The, the Sheik commanders um, is the only other one, but yeah, probably one of the nastiest. Uh, drop troops in the game as well, uh, yes, especially now do. that it's four four instead of four two. Yes, they do. They do get the tiger soldier, and you're right. We did. We did. We did neglect to t- to speak about the Akal um, in panel, but you know he is pretty vanilla. Yeah. 
um, drop trip. Who, yeah, he does have a hacker profile, so he can push buttons and he can drop in the midfield fairly reliably. Um, but when you compare him to, to the Tiger Soldier, he's just far and away better. He's got mimetism. He has a fucking light flamethrower as well on the specialist profile. Yeah, really, really good. Um, really good options there. Oh, sorry. Also, um, I guess we forgot to uh, mention that Yujing also have ninjas, of course, um, who are you yeah. know another infiltrating specialist, but they're TO. So again, you've got hacker profile who is you know three and a half points, um, is you know whip thirteen, and you know has mimetism neg six, and also is good in com- uh, good in close combat, whereas the Guilang is not. So. Anything else you want to talk? I want to also just say the Dow Face Spitfire is probably the best, like the most, the standout profile in that, or even the Hacker possibly is the sort of standout profile in in Yujing for me anyway. Just because uh, what, just because what yeah, it brings I, and the uniqueness of what it brings, being you know an infiltrating look, camel specialist. This is probably this is probably wrong, but I I actually I I, I dig the I I dig the um Danho. Yeah. Yeah, just just the the unique weapons. Um, mm. You got high armor. You got decent BS. I mean, not, nothing else put nothing else really dishes out five dice. Um, I mean, even if you took the cheapest one um, or uh, four points uh, with the missile launcher, uh, you're looking at something that it's just mean. Yeah, and like, I guess you said that was four points, right? So that's actually yeah, four points. that's actually half a point cheaper than the Boig, who is yeah. um, similar in that he has, you know, he also has a burst with plus one Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a good uh, point. It's not something you, I would see often in, say, something like Vanilla Yujing. You would never see like a Yanho or even a Daofei. Code one, they're um, they're really juicy profiles and people want to take yeah. them i mean so, it's, it's a complete different balancing of the armies in code one yeah well be, being that everything's limited insertion you are kind of mm. encouraged but in n3 the the trend is not to take 10 orders the tra- trend is to take like 15 orders mm. so you never yeah. see those profiles unfortunately um anyway so we'll move on to combined army so i've been playing combined army been playing combined army for since i started playing code one and have found them to be a lot of fun, um, and probably the most d- the most different uh, from the other three fra- factions. Um, not just because they're aliens, but because they also play, I think, significantly different and have significant handicaps over the other three three factions. Um, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> and they're quite glaring disadvantages um or at least perceived disadvantages because they just don't get yeah. the same stuff yeah. uh, so while we while we were saying like pano and um yujing are sort of like in the middle with everything one might have something a little bit better one might have something a little bit worse looking looking at the roster of um combined army you can definitely see that they've got high point and a very ob- like very obvious high point and a very obvious low point yeah um, you know, and it's reflected when you sort of filter down the sort of major things on on combined army, and you know, whereas uh, Yujing and Pano have seven and five heavy infantry choices respectively, combined army have two. Or actually, combined army have one. They have one heavy infantry choice in the Guaylos, and then Sheskin, who's not heavy infantry but does have two wounds. 
Um, so you and they're both AVA one. So that's your that's it. You have two two models and two models in combined army with more than one wound. So there's there's a there's a first like oh wow that's a big difference. Um, yeah, so you definitely you pick unlike probably what you'd normally have they're very squishy. Then you'd think then because they have you know not very many multi wound models then they'd have the most amount of camo. That's actually not true. They have five. They have access to five camouflage models. Yujing have six. You know, so they don't have the most. They've got you know they've you know they've they've got enough. They've got they've got the second most, but they don't have the most. I I think the reason why like they'll still even in um code one they'll still be the uh, because I mean let's face it this the combined army in code one is just the Shavasi um, expeditionary force. Um, yeah, and three. So, so they have um, they have access to less camouflage models, but their camouflage models that they do have they do have access to are generally cheaper. So they you know they don't have the Daufe, who's like four and a half points. They don't have the Hacktau, who's six points, or the Swiss Guard, who's six points. Like they have, you know, between two and a half and three and a half point, um, or three two and a half to four point, uh, camo camouflage models, um, and then you think, okay, well, the thing is you go. Yeah, go so, oh, sorry. Then they might have like uh, all how many infiltration or forward deployment models do they have? Well, they've only got five, which is the same as Pano does. Um, it's mm. the same as Yu Jing does, and it's the same. Actually, it's the same as O Twelve does. They they all have. Actually, no. Sorry, I I tell a lie. Combined, only have four. They've got two infiltrators and two forward deployment models, whereas the other three factions all have five. So they actually don't have yeah. as many models that can start um, ahead in the game so you're like oh okay so i thought they would have more of this oh they don't i thought they'd have more of this oh they don't oh okay so what do they have mimetism they have 12 models of mimetism so do uh new jing <laughs> so you know uh 012 actually have the most amount of mimetism models with 14 oh actually technically it's 13 because the 14th model is the little yud bot that comes with the delta doctor so it's actually 13 but um, either way, they, they don't have the most of that either. Um, you're like, oh, okay, fuck, what am I taking these guys for? They don't sound that good. Um, hackers, they have like not that many hackers compared to Yu Jing. They've only got nine, uh, seven as opposed to nine. Um, what they do have more of um, is the most amount of martial artists. So they have seven dudes with martial arts um, compared to Yu uh, Jing with six. So we have more guys that can fight in close combat. Mm. Um. So, like, I can't, okay. So, I know that like the, just doing this basic filtering is not really necessarily going to the heart of a army, you know, because we're not looking into AVAs or what these profiles are. But I just kind of wanted to. I just thought it was interesting to have a look at that and go. It's not, even though Code One's supposed to be more simplistic. CB haven't sort of made that that simplicity so surface level. Like it does require you to kind of go in and go. Oh right, okay. So the yeah, right, you know, the, figure out what each each faction really does, and not just say, "Well, you get more of this, and you get less of this." Uh, so I mean, the the the, the Shazvasi rule, which we definitely found out in our game, is a big boon um, to them. Yes, like the yes. fact that they get shot, they go down prone. So you know, you put them on top of a, top of a roof. Um, and unless you've got the tools to deal with somebody hiding on what may be a, an, an inaccessible roof, rule still means that you're potentially winning the game. 
Um, and while they don't have the most like camouflage or the most mimetism, I think they're the army that's most designed around using camouflage. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. Whereas, whereas like Yujing and um, Pano, you could look at them and you don't have to use um, like a, a camouflage heavy or a mimetism mimetism heavy army. Whereas for combined army. I think you kind of do. Okay, yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, whereas New Jing, you might have some decent yeah. camouflage troopers, but you've also got really decent heavy infantry troopers. Whereas in combined, you're like, well, if I I can take camouflage troopers, but if I don't, I'm sort of stuck with one wound models that are, you know, they're good in their own right, but again, they're one wound and they're only armor one or armor zero in some cases. You maybe want to lean heavily into the camouflage to give yourself some survivability, which then like you said, the Shazvasti rule, which means that when you fall into an unconscious state, you become, rather than unconscious, you go into the seed embryo state, which is, yeah. which which is a, which I think it, it's a null state, but it's at the end of the game or at the end of the round, if, it, if it's domination, for instance, you don't count as being in a null state. So even Points if you're, still un- count, yeah. yeah, so even if you're unconscious or, seed, <clears throat> sorry, if you're in a seed embryo state and you're playing, uh, annihilation if you're still in a seed embryo state at the end of the game then you're not counted as being killed which like you said is is a massive boon for that army because it doesn't have survivability in the sort of traditional sense of I have armor 4 and 2 wounds but it means like you have to put 2 wounds into me to stop me from being scored and that actually that matters in 3 out of the 4 missions in code 1 so it, it, yeah, it, it, and it, like like yeah. say like if if I put myself on a roof, then you've now got to spend two or three orders to get to me to finish me off. Which is yeah, which is like not as obvious and like uh, uh, um, an advantage as Yu Jing maybe has, but it's it's um, a really a really useful um, tool. Um, and not everybody in combined army gets that rule, of course. You know there are like the remotes obviously don't don't get that. And like uh, the Umbra character just doesn't get that, and Doctor Worm doesn't get that, but the majority of the rest of them. And I think that was what was like CB's intention when they when they made it. I know people kind of complain. They're like, "Oh, where's the Morats? Where's where, why is this mostly just Shazvasti?" And I think that's the reason. They're like, "Well, we need to make them different." So I think if we make most of them Shazvasti, then now we're not survivable. But we have this rule that now makes me that you have to double tap us. Um. Uh, and then coupled with like three out of, three of those units having yeah three of those units so the malignos the shrouded and the tensho expert all have regen um so now they can get back up uh, and keep fighting if 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 the player wishes to well, probably mm. one of the uh more better rounded um special character cast they have a lot the of them um, yeah they have a lot of special characters I don't know if they have more than the other factions, but they certainly have, what, four, I think, from the top of my head? All of them, except for Kodali, uh, specialist operatives, which isn't... which isn't. Um... And Cheskin. Yeah, well, Cheskin's obviously still in, the, in there, and, and she's there for a very good reason, because she's she is, like, the sort of the heavy hitter of Combined Army. Um, mm. You know, she, she has the advantage of being, you know, BS-15, which is something that only Pano can do is she um, is she unique in a, a six four move she is six four move yes so she's so she's but very is, is anyone else six four um 
except for the remotes are six six four six six but she's she's six four um so she has that advantage of being a very unique special well, very unique character a very very unique unit in the game in which she is a light infantry but has two wounds has a red fury which is only damage 13 but then benefits from having plus two damage to her attacks which essentially makes her uh hmg with with different range bands that's what we have that's that's what they that combined army gets but again <laughs> you know you have all this fantastic offensive power but then you realize oh sheskin's only one wound <laughs> oh sorry uh, armor one um but she does have nano screen so for the most part she's yeah so she four. has that unique ability and the guaylos to have a nano screen which means that they're always in cover which you know is good until you get hit by a boarding shotgun and then you're like oh now i'm armor one um, again um, and I'll, yeah i'll also point out that she um in marsh in close combat she is damage 17 yep uh, that's a good point. Um, well, actually, no, she'd be damage eighteen, isn't she? Martial arts level three. Oh, that's yeah, plus level two. Level three, but that's plus two. Oh, plus two. You're right. Yes, yes. It's gonna put. I mean, with the DA close combat weapon, even the highest armor has to roll thirteen pluses. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's a good point. Um, like I said, we have access to seven martial artists in combined army, which makes us the CC faction out of the four. Um, between. Yeah, Sheskin, who's an absolute monster in close combat, um, mm. being like CC25, I think she is, plus three to that. Uh, she has um, yeah, a double action CC weapon and Protheon, which is another unique ability that Combined Army get um, that is a, basically allows them to vampire wounds from other models. So that kind of gives them like that pseudo extra wound that, you know, they don't start with it, but if they can get into CC, which is inherently risky itself... Um, they can, you know, you could have a four wound model running around if you're lucky, uh, which is more of a, it's more of a trick than a, a, a thing you should be relying on. But it's certainly something that makes them different. Uh, like Sheskin, so Sheskin, uh, Nurkayas, who I talked about earlier as the Umbra special character, you know, he's a beast in close combat as well. With He gets plus one burst. He also has Protheon. He's, you know, martial level four, so he's damage 15, double action, CC weapon, burst two, CC 25 uh, or six. Like, just 25. 25. So just, yeah, we'll just destroy anything that gets it gets into combat with. But again, it's one wound. It has no vision mods. It's armor two, I think. Um, getting to close combat is like opportunistic, uh, not necessarily something that you would be doing every game. But because there's, you know, no suppressive fire, there's less models on the table, it is something that is probably, you're probably more likely to get into CC in this game than you would be in N3. Would you, yeah. would you agree? Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, 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 th- I think, I think you're, I think you're right. I think using uh, a good in CC as a defense, so if something gets into your face, you're able to actually dice off with them. Mm-hmm. Um Taking a look at um, Shazvasi, especially with um, the like uh, with the Caliban. I mean, I know they or they, in N three they have Protheon, um, but having it in um, in Code One, I feel like maybe the maybe the idea is to have them um, be that close range uh, army that just you know you get one Caliban into a heavy infantry guy. Um, Grab a, grab a couple of wounds off him, um, and suddenly you've got this, um, you know, camouflage mimetism guy running around with three wounds, and you just can't get rid of him. 
Yeah, no, that's that's right. I think the Caliban, yeah, like it does have that aggressive ability to to shoot, but also um, CC things and and yeah, suck up three wounds and just you know run around and be a menace. Um, the the couple of times I've managed to get a Caliban to close combat is they're 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 good, but then you're you know you're invariably rolling one dice and it can be a bit. Uh, uncertain I mean, that's that's the nature that's of the niche combat in this yeah, game exactly um i mean hell you saw you saw in our game you had to roll like 12s with just one 12 for a crit and you rolled two ones yes exactly yeah exactly uh i'm gonna blame tts dice for that but that's that's that's, that's another yeah. uh, that's, a, that's another question to ask yeah they seem to sort of have uh, have that ability to to yeah be close in um attack very much an, an attacking army um you know even even they're shooting you know the, the sheskin is fantastic caliban's fantastic uh, they have some really good units they just have to be used i know they have to kind of beat out some 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 people to get them to to yeah. i found anyway like where i think most of the time I've, when i play them i've been going second and i've been like okay well i'm camouflaged come at me and then now you're now you're now you're like closer to me. Now I can fight you on my terms. I found because otherwise you're sort of relying on Cheskin, who's good, but yeah. she's again. If you leave her out, she's one wound and sorry, she's armor one, and it's sort of like ooh, you know, she can get ganked pretty pretty easy if you're not careful. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, definitely. Wrong. I feel like almost um, combined army and code one is almost the like the veterans army where they're a little less obvious to play. They have th- their tricks. They're like there are, um, there are glass cannons. So if you don't know um, how to use them properly, you're probably going to suffer for it. Yeah. And, um, and but when uh, you do know, when you do know how to use them properly, um, your opponent just has got no idea what to do with you. Yeah, the com- combination of decent camouflage uh, troopers um, sort of makes that decision harder for your opponent. But unfortunately, I, I don't know if this is a criticism of of how they built the army, but there's not you're you're sort of saying tricks is that they don't they actually don't have as many tricks as you think because you know they're two infiltrating units or sorry they're three infiltrating units or sorry two infiltrating and one four deploying. You know you've got the Caliban, the Malignos, and the Shrouded. The Malignos is to well, Malignos is to camel. Uh, shredded's regular camo and so is the caliban so you can sort of like make people think oh is that a caliban or is that the shredded but then you've got like well two of them are infiltration one of them's only plus eight so you might be able to deduce that from them um and then you've got like two models that start in your deployment zone so the mentor and the noctifer and again it's like oh wow there's a teal camo marker in deployment zone that's a noctifer obviously you could put a Malignos back there and try to fake them out, but then you're like, well, that's a four-point model, whereas the Noctifer is a two-and-a-half-point model. You're not really... It's not likely you're going to go for the four-point Malignos over a two-and-a-half-point uh, Noctifer anytime soon. Um, I've I tried... I just realised that... Yeah? That the Nocs are really expensive. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. I forgot to mention that before. So what's funny is um, in Yujing and Pano, the, their line troopers, so the Zanji and the fucking Fusilier... Um, they're even the Kappa. I'm pretty sure they're well. Maybe the Kappa as well. I haven't haven't actually looked, but their paramedic oh. profiles are one point, whereas the Nox, his paramedic profile is one and a half. 
don't know, maybe that's a, something, a balancing thing because of the Shaz Vasti rule. Possibly, yeah, because otherwise, again, like everyone says, oh, why would you bother taking a regular Fusilier when you the Fusilier Paramedic for the same price? And then I'm like, oh, I can't do that for combined. The Nox is like half a point more. And you're like, why? And you're like, oh, yeah, exactly. Probably for some sort of point balancing thing. Um, but then conversely, the um, the Caliban Spitfire has a MSV1 profile and a non-MSV1 profile, and they're exactly the same points. And yeah, that was one. That was one thing I was noticing when I was comparing, like the Hacktown, the Swiss Guard is. It's probably the only real criticism of um, Code One is the fact that the points are so low, you lose that granularity. Yeah, so, um, and so yeah, you have you have one profile that's clearly better than the other, but not enough to like take half a point off. Yeah, and in the case of the Caliban, you just be like, well, why bother with the non-MSV profile? Because there's currently no in Code One anyway. There's no reason not to take the MSV one profile. There's no there's no white noise, yeah. right? So there's nothing to stop you from taking it. Um, so I thought I found that interesting. Why would they would keep that profile in there? Because there's just there's no reason, but then it's probably the same reason as the paramedic uh, fusilier is the same price as the non-paramedic fusilier. Um, although that has larger implications for uh, firefight, for instance, or who knows. Um, that was pretty much all I wanted to say on combined army. Uh, I did want to lament uh, poor old Kodali. She's taken a bit of a hit in Code 1 in that she's lost her Protheon, um, which makes her significantly worse in close combat. Because she's only martial arts level one in code one. Um, mm. She also is in the unique uh, category in that she only has combat jump. So whereas the Akal and the uh, Tiger Soldier and the Delta have parachutist and combat jump, she only has combat jump. So she you have to jump her in if you choose that profile. Yeah. So like, uh, which I've always sort of preferred her um, forward deployment mimetism profile, multi rifle profile when they brought it out for N three, and I'd still probably stick with it for um yeah uh, code one. I, I I would tend to agree. I think that what what I guess that profile gives you the combat jump one anyway is is the ability to you know come on the board you know in something like uh, supplies. You know, your opponent's grabbed a uh, box and you've got no way of getting to it. Well, Kodali can jump in and if you've, you know, if they haven't covered every corner, she can potentially come in there and and uh, drop that box. Whereas the mimetism for deployment one is obviously on the table at the start and your opponent just needs to, you know, get away from it. So, wait, wait, is she, is she, is she VS-14 in Yeah, in she's, three? yeah, no, yeah, yeah, she's, she's a really good shot in N3 and Code 1, which I guess is what makes her more stand out and I guess kind of goes feeds into that whole combined army like fuck you know I can you know mm. I'm I'm going to come and I'm going to shoot you close up and I'm going to attack you to death in close combat um, but then she's three and a half points um, and she only has one wound and she's got no defensive modifiers she does have MSV2 which is great but um, you know unlike the tiger soldier that has mimetism um, for less points I'd almost rather take the tiger soldier um, and it's also combined armies only access to AD, and she's not a specialist. Whereas you know, Pano, Yujing, and uh, O12 all have access to AD troops that are specialist options. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say about combined army? Uh, no, no, I think that's good. 
I guess the last thing, oh, sorry, I will say, uh, I forgot to mention, Nurkaius, um, who is the standout profile for me in um, in Code 1. Um, when I first looked at him, I was like, oh, he's just an Umbra, and they're shit in N3. Well, <laughs> they're shit in N3 because they're really expensive, and they can die to a submachine gun, um, which, you know, still happens in, in Code 1, but... Um, he he brings what you were saying before about the Knight of Justice. Like he brings the ability to. He's a specialist. He can be a hacker. Sorry, he's he can be your lieutenant. He's he can be a hacker. He's got a breaker combi. He absolutely kills in close combat. He's got super jump and he's like six two move. Like he has everything. Whereas you know, Sheskin uh, only you know is a great gunfighter but isn't a specialist. Uh, whereas Nurkaius can be a specialist and your lieutenant and a gunfighter and has Protheon so he can still suck up wounds you know can do a lot of what um, those other profiles can do for a little bit less um, and I found that she's been or he, she, whatever it has been so much fun to use because of all the th- different things it can do and um, and being a, like a whip 15 hacker as well I think it's the highest whip in code 1 as far as um, okay. hackers go anyway um, yeah. it's, it's been a lot of fun given how um, how much you can get out of hacking in Code 1 for only having two programs. I found um, that hacker lieutenant profile to be mm, chef's kiss. So, yeah, that'll be it. All right, okay. Um, we're back uh, to review the very last army in the four. And then... Actually, just, twelve the space cops. Yeah, and 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 I'm just thinking about it as well. I remember when uh, CB first announced the four armies that would be in Code One. I don't think many of us expected it to be O twelve. Mm. You know, they're a new. Well, I mean, obviously they're a new faction, but they're a very small faction. They're not a faction that maybe um, everyone plays, uh, or many people play, or have even played against. So to see them in yeah. Code One was probably a bit of a a bit of a curveball. I think people maybe would have expected to see nomads, you know, given that they're a very well established uh, and well known yeah. faction, or um, Ariadne. Like, uh, oh, I'm trying to say, uh, have uh, Operation Firest, not Firestorm. Uh, I know you mean. Yeah, Firestorm, um, isn't it? Ice Storm. And uh, Red Veil. Vale. Yeah, yeah. Um, Storm, yeah, right. or even even Aleph, but uh, I think I think it makes a lot of sense, obviously, given that Wildfire came out with with O12 and they were the they were the new models. Uh, to see them uh, as one of the four, you know, I think it does make a lot of sense from a marketing standpoint as well, given that, you know, they're the new kids on the block and people are going to want them. And they're also a much smaller roster to work with. So, uh, and every model that they come out with is, is, a, is a new model that's ready for code one, essentially. So I think. And they, um, and they also sort of come out with, um, like when you get into um, Ariadna and Hak Islam, even Aleph to some extent, mm. um, you start, the things that make a lot of them uh, unique uh, are the things that don't, aren't in um, Code 1. So take Aleph, for instance. If you had Aleph without proxies, really playing Aleph? The world would be a better place. That's what it would be. Oh, shut up. They're the best models in the freaking game. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, yeah, anything that's 10 points for fucking two wounds is... Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll take that. Um, you just solved the after the last time you had to fight the uh, Mark V. Oh, don't get me started. You remember that? that? Yeah. Nothing nothing like that should be armor three for as little points as that thing, as that's worth. It's just yeah. not fair. 
Um, oh no, he has to tackle. He, he technically, is the twenty points because you have to tackle the doctor with him. Mm, okay. Anyway, so moving on to O uh, twelve. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So so O twelve are a nice. They've got some things special about them, but they're not. You know, they're not Ariadne complicated, where you're really relying on war bands and impetuous orders. Hang, um, hang on, wait a minute. Why are you talking the, about? Why are you talking about Ariadne now? We're talking about Code One here. No, I know, but I'm just saying the reason they've got O twelve is because. Um, oh, they don't okay. Have, right. The reason they, why they, they, yeah, they yeah. they're good without the things that uh, Code One's gotten rid of. Whereas in Hakazam, Ariadne, um, Aleph, and a lot of the other armies need mm. those things. Okay. Yeah. No, that, um, I see. At least, at least at the moment. Mm. Um, so for the most part, they they they, they kind of tread the line of um, like a, a Pano crossed with um, uh, Yujing, and the fact that for the most part they're decent shots. The Kappas are BS twelve like a Fusilier. Um, they've got lots of BS thirteen. They just they don't get to that BS fifteen that Pano have. Um, on the other side, they've probably got more camo they've got probably got more camo markers than um pano um they've uh got a few more um infiltrators or like uh models that are able to push up forward um from the beginning of the game yep i mean actually to to, to sort of tack on um, tack onto that uh they actually have the least amount of camo troopers out of the four um factions they only have two um, and that's the razor and the lynx, um, uh, and, and they and they they tie for five infiltrators slash four deployment models. Um, yeah. But where but where where they where they have the most of is they have actually have a lot of mimetism, like make make three or make six. But they have they have a lot of that um, uh, more than any any of the any of the any of the other factions. Yeah, you've got the. Um... Uh, the Omega, the Beta unit, both of them got Mimitism, yep. uh, Epsilon, Lynx, yep. Razor, Razor, Gangbusters, Gangbusters, um, the Crushers, and the um, Psychops. Yeah. Um, and all of those models, like th- th- I think the biggest thing is that all of those models that you're going to use in your army that aren't going to be cheerleaders or anything like that are BS-13 or up. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because your right, your um, right, your Omega unit BS fourteen, your Beta unit BS thirteen, your Razor unit. Your Razor unit is probably the only one that's BS twelve. That's more of like your button presser um, and mine layer. Yeah, uh, but your Crusher and your Psychops both BS thirteen. And they're and they're new units as well. They're so they're 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 not even in N three at the moment. They're only in Code one, which. I think puts O twelve in a very unique situation where here they're like, hey, here's here's two new models you've never seen before. They're only in code one, and they fucking rock. They yeah. like I, I yeah. if if they didn't have them, I think O twelve would look would look barren without them. Yeah, like these guys are. I'll, I'll let you talk about them because I guess you've used them, but I've been on the receiving end of them twice now, and the Psychops and the Crushers are star profiles like i thought that Jing were like the best out of the four but after playing against o12 a couple of times i'm like those units are pains in my asses for what they can bring yeah. the utility they've got and their cost 
They're just yeah. they're cheap and they have all of the things. <laughs> they're so good. Yeah. And I think the way that I sort of ended up using my Omega unit when we had our game, uh, our game is to clear the way for any of those specialists that happen to be backing your deployment. Um, yep. Is sort of the, uh, the way to use them. That that ODD, the Mimitism minus six BS fourteen with the HMG. Right, and he's heavy infantry, so in cover, you know, he's armor, armor seven. Um, he's a tough, he's a tough nut to crack. Um, he's able to put out some pretty accurate fire, um, while not being horrendously expensive as far as um, code one goes. Well, he's only like four and a half. Yeah, so it's not cheap. Yeah, but it's so this is the, the the Omega, yeah, which you can compare yeah. to the likes of a of a Hacktow or something like that. But they're obviously you know because of the Neg Six mod and the Armor Four and whatnot. But they're they um you know they're not as expensive. Weirdly, we, yeah, weirdly four four. I, I don't know why they're four four. Oh yeah, good point. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, but like um, but get but I getting, don't know why. But yeah, I guess um oh I guess I guess it feeds into what we're talking about the crushers and the psychops is their utility. They really mm. excel in pano or very black and white, and they're like I shoot stuff good, but I don't do anything else. Uh, Yujing have utility in that they're like okay I have a hack tower with an HMG or I can have a hack tower hacker. The trouble is yeah. they're both six points. Then you get to O twelve yeah. and you're like I can have an Omega with an HMG or can have an Omega um, with who is a specialist operative who has a riot stopper and yeah. a multi-rifle and is, is only four and a half points, you know? So they kind of, and I think can also be your lieutenant, although not the special, not the specialist operative, but can be your lieutenant. And um, for, you know, for four and a half points, which is cheaper than a, cheaper than a hacked out, I guess. Um, uh, but you know, offers offers some unique uh, abilities that you don't get in New Jing. Yeah. yeah. And just as I as I look through some of the uh, profiles now, especially the one I want to talk to talk about next. Next, I think the uh, a big advantage of O12 is everything is sort of that uh, um, that toolbox. Right. There's a lot of I'm forward deploying specialist with a Viz mod, decent weapon, and I'm a specialist operative. So I'm completing your objective, I'm killing your enemies, and I'm not getting killed. Is this the uh, crusher you're on about? Uh, well, it, all of them. I mean, I was about to talk about the, the beta trooper. Yeah, the, right? be, the beta uh, trooper the, is, the, yeah. For 3.5 points, you can either get yourself, um, you get a doctor, but that's with a boarding shotgun. Um, or you for three and a half points, you get yourself um, the specialist with multi rifle and burst two nano pulsar. Um, yeah, got yourself climbing plus mimetism dodge, which means the beta trooper fills the role of getting guys out of off the roof of buildings, able to get to difficult to um, find uh, objectives and uh, like buttons and press them. Yeah, um, as well as just 13, being yep. I'm heavy. Yeah, yeah. So with fifteen, not great, but not bad. Um, as well as just being, if I really do need to dodge, I'll dodge on 15s. Dodge on 15s, whip 13, armor 3, 2, 1, 6, 2, move, uh, BS 13 yeah. with a multi-rifle, and you like you say, burst 2 nanopulsor, which is so good for taking out those 
uh, dug in like ticks camouflage markers because you got that ca- uh, that climbing plus to get to where you need to. Um, uh, and they're yeah, like you say, they got mimetism as well. They and they're and for weirdly <laughs> they're AVA three in O twelve. So I'm just like fucking take three, I guess. Which would be ho- would be horrible just damn in awkward spots because i think that um you're saying you sort of bypassed over the uh doctor profile but i think that's really good because you can still attach your bots to that guy and he can like you know he, he wants to be you want to be spending orders on him as well so he's kind of like he kind of fills both roles like if you look at like i don't know dr worm who's two who's two points you know for a point and a half more you can have a beta trooper who is um you know just better uh <laughs> And like can take the fight to the enemy is harder to kill, has a boarding shotgun which is fantastic of course for taking out those um, annoying camo markers, mm. and yeah you can like attach two little dudes to him who can like and he he can like follow the omega around the table and just be like oh oh get back up buddy get back up you know, yeah. and like kind of almost watches six, um which are you know I I like I like the idea that that guy he's he tickles me. Yeah, no, he's, he's, I mean, you always talk about your um, star unit. Uh, it probably, he's probably that for me. Um, I, th- yeah. I think he's, I think he's fantastic. And combined with the um, Omega, Omega goes through, clears out all the nasty things, beta trooper gets, um, and I can then like dig out like the last few remaining ticks. Um, yeah. And the, I, uh, so, yep. Go on. No, no, I was just going to say because I'm, I'm really enamored with the Crusher because, you you know, you, you can kind of supplement the Crusher in there as well. You know, when there's a situation where the Omega maybe doesn't want to enter because, you know, the Omega is hackable, whereas the Crusher is not, um, you know, he, he can get in there. Um, you know, you have two, four deployment profiles, one with a submachine gun, one with a multi-rifle. Um, they're both, they're specialist operative um, as standard, so all three of them are like that, um, and they all have nanopulsers as well as um, an actual weapon, and then there's a third profile which is a boring shotgun, but also has combat jump and parachutist. So you can, you know, you can really just take your pick on what you want to do with these guys and just have them where you want them. Mimetism BS13 with you know various weapons and all specialist operatives. You just you know you can't fail with these guys to to do. Whatever you know to do something, they can do it. Like they're your, they're yeah. really your toolbox in 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 this army. Uh, yeah, and yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Is almost every um every single unit here has can fill multiple roles. I mean, they've still got some of the sort of standard things like you know the end doctor and that sort of thing. Yeah. I think you um, you said before as well the um you like the razor. You know, who who uh, yeah. on the face of it looks like just you know just your run of the mill uh, infiltrating specialist until you realize that he not only has the hacker profile, he also has a boarding shotgun profile who that's also a specialist operative, which is yeah. unique. Um, like uh, if I compare it to uh, uh, combined army. Like the Malignos has a boarding shotgun profile, but the only specialist option is the hacker. Yeah. So, you know, you've got that option, that ability to be like, well, I want the boarding shotgun, but I want to be a specialist. You can do that. You, you know, you, you mm. can't do that. I, I think if I look at the, mm, the Crocman, 
the Crocman hasn't got that option. Like, there's no other army that has that option, that that flexibility of list building that allows you to be like, well, I don't need a hacker because the hacker in this mission might be a liability or I don't want to pay the half an SWC, but I still want to be a specialist. O12, they're like, yeah, sure, you can do that. No problem. Go ahead. Um, which I think is makes them super, super, like you say, like you yeah, say, that, toolboxy. Yeah, and that's one of their biggest advantages, just having specialist operative. I mean, even in N3, I've always really enjoyed the skill specialist operative. Because mm-hmm. for the most part, it doesn't really cost all that many points. Um, and it just makes the unit that little bit better in a game where most of the time you're trying to complete objectives. Um, you got yeah. the uh, you got the gamma unit. Um, you know, it's a you know high armor, decent shot, uh, foyer back, which is unique to um, O12. I don't think any of the other armies have it. I don't know. That's, does the orc? That's a good point. I don't know if they do. Um, uh, it's unique as well in the fact that I think it's the only armor six model in the game uh, so far. Uh, yeah, Swiss Guard's not that one. Uh, yeah, so the orc doesn't have its foyer back. Yeah, it's right. The only one with the foyer back. Okay. Yeah, AP. Um, yep. We were talking. We were talking about the fact that AP with the new crit model um, is uh, is nasty. Um, I mean, it'll happen more in a lot of N three when you're dealing with tags and really high armor. But being able to cut, yeah. you know, uh, let, let's say Swiss Guard's armor down to uh, you know, three. Um, as well as inflict uh, two wounds on it, uh, and you got the extra burst. So I'm pretty sure you burst three. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you burst three. Well, not 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 for the gamma. Oh no, the gamma does have that. Yeah, you're right. The gamma is um, plus one burst. Yeah, far out. That's actually I didn't realize that the fire back in this one is AP plus DA. I mean, I know it's an N three, yeah. but I thought maybe they split it out in um, Code One. Holy crap, yeah, that's mm. burst three AP plus DA makes it like better than a missile launcher as far as, you know, really like it's it's more burst than a missile launcher. It's better probably range bands than a missile launcher. Um not having that dead band in that twenty four to you know, under twenty four mm. uh range and uh yeah, being burst three AP plus DA, same damage. Yeah, wow, that's that's a good point. Then think about that for the so, old gamma. So yeah, it's it's not bad. It's also six two. Um, I just just noticed. oh, it is. I don't think it is. You know, in, I didn't realize I that. It, I don't think it is. And yeah, so it's not that in N three. No, so. and it's not that when you compare it to the Boig in in uh, in Pano, that's four four. Whereas this this motherfucker is uh, six so two. For, yeah, for a big boy, he's fast. He's fast, being S five. Um, didn't didn't see that before. Uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I I I initially looked at him and I was like, uh, you know, he's a bit he, decent yeah. shot, big big weapons. Uh, but he's when a, you really dive down, that mm. for, that foyer back really, um, he really punch above his well. No, he'd punch at his waist. He really sings there for. I mean, five points is is not um inexpensive by any means. But when you compare it to something <clears throat> like similar heavy hitters, it's it's pretty much on par. Being like you say, BS fourteen. Armor six as well, and BTS six. So he's, you know, you're not giving your opponent any opportunity. It's not like the um, uh, what's the other one? 
like the Omega that's armor four, but only BTS three or, or another armor, you know, armor five, but BTS three, you know, a BTS three, it's, he's six and six. You're like, you know, I don't care. I'm armor, you know, nine, almost all the time. And, um, that that plus one BS attack also goes to his heavy, his um, heavy pistol, which means he's also shooting, uh, burst three with that thing too. Um, and he, and he can be Um, your Lieutenant. So far. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, and so they, again with Code One, if someone says uh, let's have a game, I'll play Eugene. You go. You, you may not want to take um, the uh, the Omega um, because they've got a decent amount of uh, MSV um, scattered around. I mean, everyone does. Um, you might want to take the Gamma unit because you just want to punch through that armor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh that's that no that sounds that sounds good um i guess about armor or or uh, armor values i was looking at some of their hackers uh, and i forgot to mention that o12 have oh, sorry not o12 uh, combined army have a couple of good hackers in that they have um that mentor who is like uh, he would normally be your lieutenant to be fair but he does have a hacker profile that means he's bts6 but then you go to o12 and you've got like the um the cyber ghosts and the psychops who both have hacker profiles and are both bts6 um which makes them you know very useful um against you know hacking armies being like a bts6 like what are you going to do um i mm. think that's i think that again makes them um kind of unique in that there's not many other armies with that ability to do that to, to you know to throw out that bts6 on the hacker o12 have that i guess like you were saying they have that ability to be very toolboxy you know they, they don't have an awful lot of multi-win models like they only have three heavy infantry which is you know only mm. one more but i think than, you could almost um, guarantee you probably if you're playing o12 you're going to see two of the three of them across the board yeah um it's either going to be the. I think it's going to be always the beta trooper, and probably either the omega or the gamma, because they're just they're just worth taking. Yeah, they're they're very good. They don't give you as much. Um, they don't. You don't have as many options as as Yujing, but they've got some good heavy infantry. Uh, they don't have as much infiltration, but they've got enough forward deployment and um, uh, mimetism. mimetism to to make up for it. Uh, they also have three options for AD trips whereas the other armies only have one yeah you know you've got uh, the delta which is you know a solid ad trip um no frills mostly uh does have the advantage of being able to take a doctor with the uh the doctor yard bot with thing, the yard bot yeah. as well which is which is quite nice uh you have the special right stoppers nothing nothing oh to, yeah and nothing like, to and nothing to spurk at again another unique thing that would will bring to the party being ability to you know inflict immobilize b state on or a state B state, fuck, I don't know which state it is now. The one that means it's a neg six to your dodge on 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 enemies is is something that no other faction gets to do, which is which is awesome. Um, then they have like Corvo Goldstein, who's your you know people know him from N three, you know he's your kind of close combat specialist. Um, you know martial arts level four, CT twenty three, BS thirteen, Hunter, wasn't he? yeah kind of yeah he's he's got monofilament weapons so he can like kill things pretty quickly but you know again he's only one wound and he's only got he's you know armor he's armor three but he's one wound so he's not and he's got no vision mods so he's not um you know he's good but he's not he's expensive he's 
He's definitely hard to take, and we'll get to them later. He's hard to take when you look at the other special characters. Yeah, and then you've got the third one, which again we were saying before is the Crusher, who has that who there's a Crusher profile, and they're AVA two by the way, so you can have one that's your um, uh, for deploying guy with a multi rifle, and you have the second guy who's who can walk on or drop in, and he's got a boarding shotgun, um, you know, and he's and he's got mimetism, so he's very similar to like likes of a um. Tiger Soldier, you know, he's got a boarding shotgun, and he's BS-13, and he's got mimetism. Uh, yeah, no, you've got, a, you've got a point. And the only, I think the only difference is he just comes with a special operative. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So he Whereas is... Whereas the Tiger Soldier, you have to be a hacker. You have to be it. the hacker or the paramedic. Um, so he has that innately, and which I think throws a few questions at your opponent, because, you know, you finish deploying, and you'd be like, oh, I've got nine models on the table. You're like, oh... Is it a Crusher? Is it a Delta? Or is it Cuervo? Now, I guess they can all be handled in similar ways, but they might, they're sort of used for different things. Um, so I think that's that makes them, again, kind of unique. Um, kind of fun, again, to play with. Uh, the idea of having, like, oh, maybe one game I'll run the Delta, and then another game I'll run, excuse me, I'll run uh, Cuervo. Um, so I think that's cool. I like that a lot. So you got. I mean, we mostly covered the razor. We mostly talked about the razor unit. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the only thing we didn't mention is the anti personnel mines are uh, a nice little um, addition for you, know, you deploy up in a camera state. You plop down a mine to block stairs and stop your opponent from getting to special places. You saw that in uh, my game where I decided that if you were going to have a shrouded in a um, Malignos up on a roof that I was going to put a mine on the main stairs and not let you get down. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess you know that 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 exists on all four of the factions. Yeah, yeah, you know, it does. Um, what was it now? The yeah, we we they all have that same sort of profile that uh, combi rifle anti personnel mines. Well, that 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 combination, but like O uh, twelve get the benefit of being able to run a boarding shotgun. Um, that's also a special. That's that's that's, that's also a specialist. Uh, I don't know. I I don't think I've played enough to know whether the gangbuster um, is super worth it. It's got the infiltration and mimetism. So if you're going f- first, I can see that having use. But with the, just the boarding shotgun, unless you can deploy right next to somebody, um, I mean the boarding shotguns are good, especially now because they um, they force you to make the decision between. Uh, they really make you. Uh, force you to make the decision between dodging um and shooting back yeah um he yeah he 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 is the cheapest um infiltrator that o12 have you know being mm-hmm. only two points whereas the razor is uh three um uh, you know i guess you can compare him to the crusher who is also two points but he's only um four deployment plus eight so he's not getting quite as far up the board um, yeah. But then the crusher is a special operative as standard, which I guess would only really make a difference if you're playing firefight, maybe where you didn't really want a special operative. Um, and also, I guess the crusher doesn't have a boarding shotgun option for um, being deployed up the field. Yeah. But the razor does. But then you're paying an extra point for it. So, it, yeah, it's sort of he doesn't have a camo state. He doesn't have MSV one, but he hasn't got mines. But he's and he's not a specialist either. So you're like ooh. Um, and yeah. especially when you compare like what his sort of role is in N3 where he's got the mad traps he's got the yes. killer hacker yeah he's uh, m- it seems to be, it seems to be that I I'd almost say 
you know, why why have him in there and uh, right, and not like some of the other units that got cut? Well, there's um, there's not that many units that got that they, they they get cut really. There's the 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 um. The I'd say Team Serious, but I I I know why they cut that because I don't want to have any um G synced. G synced. Uh, that's right. Um. Oh, so Let's see if there's anything. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention about um or twelve? Uh, I didn't notice the BTS about on the on the uh cyber ghosts, but. I still yeah. feel like um, because they've got so many forward deploying hackers. If you really want a hacker yes. with some defense on it, just keep it in camo state. That's um, I, I agree with that. Yeah, um, the, yep. I think I said before the Beta Troopers AVA three, but so is the Omega, which is pretty unreal. If you can take three of those, yeah. three of those guys. And I just, I guess, the last thing I want to just talk about is their special characters. Um, so they've got, they've got four of them, although three of them fall into a similarish category. There's Ensign Catherine Cho, which is, I guess, a psychop special unit. She's just like if you, if your, if your Kappa is going to be like your lieutenant, you just take um, Cho. Right, she's one yeah, less SWC. I, I don't see any reason to ever take her as your lieutenant unless you're playing. Oh, I guess maybe even if you're not even. Oh, no, I don't see any reason to ever take her as your lieutenant. Uh, I think I think it was more because uh, she's essentially yeah. a kappa. Um, she's got no defensive mods except for her nanopulsor. Um, because you don't suffer loss of lieutenant in Code One, you're better just taking the um Omega. At least the Omega is two wounds and no, no but see the, the Omega Lieutenant only has the multi rifle. Well that's fine because you you might need that. And the heavy riot stopper. So it's like in a mission like Firefight where you need to kill the enemy lieutenant, you're like, again, come at me. I, I, I'm next to the heavy riot stopper. I was gonna say if you're gonna do that, take your in in if you don't want to take Cho, um mm-hmm. and you want I'm like you wanted your lieutenant to have a heavy weapon, uh, take the gamma. Yeah, I think. Gamma yeah, I think the lieutenant. The gamma lieutenant would be good, except you know the gamma lieutenant's going to go down. Um, the but I guess the omega is like four points of model that you might not be doing much with. So I guess you kind of need yeah. to maybe it's harder to tread that line maybe because the epsilon. Let me just let me just do a quick. Who? What are your lieutenant options in? Kappa, Omega, Gamma, and Cho. Yeah. Okay. That's not. Yeah. You're right. That there's a. It's a. It's uh, a tough choice. It's a tough one because it's, you don't have uh, that. Yeah. You've either got two squishy HMG units or two mimetism, expensive units. Yeah. Yeah. That HMG mimetism is hard to pass up. Yeah. Um. So if you really want like a gun fighting lieutenant, I'd have to say take the Gamma. Otherwise, you're taking Cho. Mm. Yeah, I guess, I guess to double back real quick uh, onto combined army, like they their lieutenant options, they have what the the mentor who's a camo model, the noctifer who's camo, um, you know Sheskin. Is the noctifer still like two SWC to be a it's lieutenant? One SWC, so it's not oh, it's not necessarily okay. that bad because you don't necessarily feel like I don't ever feel like I need to spend a lot of SWC on um combined mm. army. So the, you know you got that option. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Yu Jing. Your lieutenant options are you know again they're fairly varied because you can have, you know your Dao Fei. Just don't take the Gui Lang. I think if you had the SWC spare, it'd be kind of funny. 
but two SWC is a lot of points to go. That's a real big hit. I played. I played. Although I played was... Ryan. And he, I played Ryan, and he and he did it, and I couldn't believe it. He was like, "I'm gonna spend a lieutenant order on this model." I was like, "Okay, cool. That's a Dauphi." And then he revealed and placed a mine, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it was the Guilang, and he was like, "And now I'm gonna go back into camo." I'm like, "Oh, okay." I did have one here. I'm trying to find it. Was it? Was it? Yeah, anyway, I was going to say Eugene. Uh, this... Eugene, I thought I thought they had a lieutenant. They got plus one SWC, but I can't find it right now. There is. It's the um, CN Warrior, the Marksman. Oh, okay. So you've got a lot okay. of options for. Sorry, sorry, listeners. Just to double back real quick, we've realised that O twelve only have like four lieutenant options, but then you um, Eugene have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten lieutenant options, mm. which. You know, is another reason why Eugene are number one. Whereas uh, Pano have one, two, three, four, five, six, six. Have only six options, and Combined Army have. This is real fun, isn't it? I'm doing this online. Have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So again, Eugene have the most amount of stuff, um, with ten lieutenant options to choose from. Whereas poor old O twelve only have four. So there's there's a that is a bit of a. I wouldn't say it's a weakness as such, but it does limit limit your options, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if 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 loss of lieutenant in code, if loss of lieutenant was in code one, um, you would you would probably feel it a lot more. But right now, it's all right. It's all right, but it um, just it just means that your gamma or your omega is going to be a lieutenant most of the time, unless you're maybe playing annihilation. Well, I mean, Cho was Cho, Cho was my lieutenant. Yeah, I know, but like I, 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 I wasn't really. We weren't playing a mission where I needed to kill her. I knew, yeah. And and the thing is, you didn't. You weren't going to be able to take advantage of that lieutenant order with Cho. Really, like you were going to be like, okay, I'll move her and shoot her with a combo rifle. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you know, Sheskin and BS fifteen with a Red Fury that's damage fifteen. Like I'm, you know, you're going to use that lieutenant order every time. That's by and by. So, uh. Yeah, so just the special characters in O12. So you've got yeah, uh, Corvo, Corvo Gold, Goldstein, you've got Hippolyta, um, the Myrmidon, you've got Casanova. Um, Wait, is she a Myrmidon? She's, she's not a Myrmidon, is she? She's like an Amazon. Well, she's, she's, okay. she's, she, she's an Amazonian. Yeah, she sit, yeah, she sit, yeah well, she says she's an Amazon. But she's, if you take a look at her, um, all of her armor um, is the same as what the Myrmidons wear. She's Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. No. Fair um, enough. Yeah, yeah. I guess she. She, yeah. she is. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, she is in Steel Phalanx after all. Oh yeah, you're right. She is in Steel Phalanx. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and it's it, yeah, it's a lot of them find themselves in a weird place. Casanova, if you if like if you really want to take a special character, Casanova is great. We've already talked about like that. O twelve is a toolbox, and Casanova is the just doubles down. On that toolboxiness, got a decent martial arts and a monofilament weapon, right? Which is really all Corvo has going for him, other than the combat drop. Um, but instead, um, Casanova's got four deployment um, eight, got uh, kin- uh, kinematica, uh, oh, like dodge plus three, so it's dodging on fourteens, which is just as good as Hippolyta, who just has fizz fourteen um, in general. Um, Got that Mimitin minus six, um, which is the same, which is the same as Hippolyta. I and an SMG and a Nanopulsa. So you're looking at 
maybe losing firefights between like more so than the rest um, outside of um, eight, eight and um, under sixteen. But that's about it. He's also a specialist operative. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He he seems he seems really good. He seems like he's. He's going to fight for a place next to a crusher, though. That's my only concern. He basically is a crusher with better CC. Yeah, and worse range. And worse range. And I guess his mimetism makes six. So, you know, he's arguably harder to hit. He's about the same amount of points. So an argument can can be made uh, for taking him. Yeah, I guess. Like, he's one point more than the submachine gun crusher. Um... But I guess has mimetism and martial arts. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, he, he he is certainly an option. Yeah. So is there anything else that we wanted to talk about? All twelve. Um, no, I think I think we covered them pretty much, pretty well. I mean, all the like got all the standard stuff, standard bots, yeah. standard doctor. They, they they definitely seem to be the most, right. like you said, uh, toolboxy out of the four. Um, they yeah. have they have some 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 weaknesses. Compared to Pano and Yu Jing, anyway, um, but they make up for that in yeah. sort of unique abilities, kind of like kind of yeah. like um, combined army in, in many ways. Actually, they seem to be sort of more analogs of each other in in some ways, in that they have more distinct weaknesses, um, but then some yeah. unique some unique things that make them interesting to play. Yeah, I think that the cover spell has done a good job of having sort of. Um, to really having that sort of rivalry of Pano and Eugene are sort of the opposites of, of each other, um, while as in uh, O12 and Combined Army, also those sort of uh, opposites. Yeah, and they, they sort of sit in the middle somewhere between the two of them. Mm. and Yeah, they, they, they all can be, and they all can be played in similar ways. Like you could, if you wanted to play O12 in a similar way as you play Pano, but it wouldn't maybe be as good as, you know, straight up shooty Pano. Similarly, you could play a combined army in a way that you might want to play uh, Yu Jing, but it wouldn't do as well as Yu Jing. But then Yu Jing couldn't go and play like as be as toolboxy as O Twelve, and Pano mm-hmm. couldn't could never be as um, sort of sneaky or not sneaky, but um, yeah, like couldn't be as camo heavy as combined army. So there's definitely. Um, Similarities between all four of them, but they are all so uniquely different. Um, especially when you when we start digging into each profile and you realise what each faction has and has not, and and how they make up for that, mm. and if they if they make up for that, um, like as we saw, like you know, O twelve have four lieutenant options. That's it. You know, uh, yeah. you know, you don't have you don't have any any anything else to go with there. So, um, cool. All right. Well, I think with that. We'll wrap it up because we're getting on a little bit in time. Um, but yeah. I think we covered. Any, the four any tournaments to announce there this week? Oh. oh no, no, just the yeah. just the Burn City Brawl. I'll, I'll um, I'll uh, just throw that out into the show notes. Uh, a link to the Facebook page. If anyone who is interested in coming again, please fill out the registration form on the Facebook event page. Um, we are currently only capping it at 20 players, but it will hopefully, fingers crossed, most likely increase beyond that. Uh, I think our our premier, Daniel Andrews, is looking to 
increase uh, gatherings at events from 20 to 50 and about the 22nd of June. So, you know, all willing, it, it will increase. Um, but the sooner you can put your regist- your name down in the registration form, the higher up the number you're going to be. So the less likely, you, you, the more likely you are um, going to be able to attend the event. And of course, this is, this is also open to interstate players. Um, I know I've had a few, several people call me up and ask me, hey, is this still running? Uh, we have, you know, credit left over from 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 Novacore that was cancelled, so we want to go. And um, again, provided their their own states and territories let them let them go, then um, we'd we'd gladly have 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 you all. Um, we might just have to play a slightly smaller uh, player cap. I think we we're intending on doing like eighty this year, but I think it might be more like forty or fifty, depending on uh, how we go with the social distancing at, at that time um but yeah please um yeah please check it out check out the event page put your name down um you don't have to, you don't have to pay us any money at, at the moment um you know we'll probably be looking for money about a month out from the event uh, that'll give us enough time to kind of gauge you know gauge interest and in, and and uh, play with the uh the restrictions and, and figure out what we can and can't do but um yeah it's exciting anyway that we can hopefully have this nice Nice two day event in in our in our home city uh, just at the end of this this whole fucking pandemic, so we can yeah and, 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 a nice celebration know. of finally being able to get together. Yeah, 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 and well, hopefully we'll be getting together before September, but certainly um, in a big group or a socially distant group or some carefully managed whatever group, uh, we'll we'll hopefully get together and roll some dice and and um, drink many beers um hopefully as well so i'm looking forward to it immensely um all right guys well that's about it you've been listening to loss of lieutenant my name is kevin and my name is jacob and good night